0: This is a Final Show Films Actual Play. Hello everybody and welcome to Final Show Films presents Space Cowboys, the final episode. So um, I'm I'm Sinsaku and I am your GM and we are Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com, and if you'd like to support us financially, you can check us out on our Patreon page at patreoncom Uh So this is the final episode of Space Cowboys, and it's not another it's not another actual like like in-game episode. This is another breakdown because again, this is a playtest. So um, we're going to in this episode we're going going to talk about a little bit more uh, on the biotics aspects so and some of the stuff we didn't cover in the previous breakdown episode uh, and we're going to talk about the plot line and, and some of the story and where it was where it was originally intended to go where it ended up and everybody's overall uh, take of the conversion uh, with me today is zagrog
1: hi i'm zagrog i'm i played titus dark the Torian soldier
0: and corvus
1: hi i'm corvus
2: i played Connor kane the human infiltrator
0: and antitonic
2: I am Antitonic, and I was Samantha Simons, the human engineer.
3: And Navarin. I'm Navarin, and I played Roten, the Drell Vanguard, who was also an adept at some point. Yep. So yeah, uh, so we finished, uh, the
0: thing. Uh, this was always meant to be a playtest, so I never had a whole lot scripted out. Uh, and then last week, the death of Roten just provided a, a really nice button point, uh, for the end of the for the end of the show. Um, and so that was that was really it. The uh, we'll 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 start with some uh, start with breaking down the stuff that we missed uh, last time, and then we'll go we'll talk about narrative stuff later. Um, so last time we 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 talked about this. We 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 end up on specializations. We never really got to biotics. Um, so let's let's go ahead and go over to that. Um, originally with the Dragon Age system, which was the precursor of the fantasy <coughs> ageism that we're using currently, what I had done was try to emulate this, this this sort of the game's biotics as much as possible only only making biotics for abilities that existed in the game um which was sort of artificially limiting myself uh, in doing so uh and the 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 powers were they were pretty good but they were not in line with what fantasy age or Dragon age normally has they were based off like the, the their stats and everything were based off of dragon age spells but in a weird, not spell-like way. Um, so, when
2: you, when you say um, uh, abilities that were in the game, you mean in the Mass Effect game? Yeah, in the Mass Effect, yeah, game. Game. in the Mass Effect game.
3: I yeah. was going to say, I don't think there was throwing in, in, no, no, <laughs> in no, Dragon no, Age in, 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 the, in the Mass Effect games.
2: Well, I haven't played Dragon Age or Mass Effect, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, when I,
0: when we switched over to Fantasy Age, my the 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 creation philosophy changed. Uh, to that of, it's a space fantasy game. I don't actually have to stick to the rules as writ. I can do basically whatever I want because it's my conversion. Uh, so I, what I then did was, I took the twelve uh, arcane talents from Fantasy Age and created basically sci-fi equivalencies. Um, so each of the each of the um, Each of the 12 abilities that we came up with, uh, which are the the 12 uh, biotic schools that we came up with are, you know, not a one-to-one relationship with the arcane talents that are in Fantasy Age, but they're all inspired by them. So uh, we have Binding, Density, uh, Destruction, Distortion, Electromagnetism, uh, Energy, uh, Enhancement, Phasing photokinesis, pyrokinetics, repulsion, telekinetics. Those are the those are the 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 uh biotic schools that I came up with. Each of those has four powers associated with it. Um and they are all what I would I my, my, my initial thought process was uh come up with a cons, a scientific concept that's distinct from uh, from, from, from each other, uh, and then associate abilities, you know, biotic abilities with those concepts. So telekinesis has, you know, push, pull, throw, you know, the, or the throw, lift, um, slam, the things where you're physically moving, uh, a target, um, repulsion has these, uh, abilities that affect air pressure, um, and so, you know, flare is in it, but there's also, uh, uh, things like reject in whirlwind and repulsor, which uh, basically repulsor is the only flying spell or ability in it um, uh, Then then you know with Pyrokinetics photokinetics electromagnetism, which is these are these are the elemental spells um, But they're elemental in a, in a way that works with science fiction as opposed to classic magic um, phasing i I really liked the idea of using biotic because the 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 con- the original concept behind biotics is that it's a dark energy uh material that when a positive or when a positive or negative electrical charge is run through uh element zero um or biotic nodules um then it affects the mass the the equivalent the 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 equivalent mass of an area um reducing it or increasing it and then allowing you to manipulate it in in in, you know in further ways things like you know reducing the overall reducing the overall relative mass of a person in in order to make them float and then once they're floating pushing and pulling them around or as it's used in spaceship technology reducing the overall mass envelope of a ship so that it can travel at faster than light speeds Um, the idea being that you know uh, uh, Einstein's theory of relativity still applies, but what we're doing is in order to in order to cheat it, we are reducing the overall mass envelope or footprint of a ship. So uh, while it, while normally a ship could never travel faster than light because it's too big, it is too much mass. Reducing the overall mass envelope of the ship to a much smaller size cheats the system and allows it to go faster. Um, and you know and taking that concept and applying it in a variety... of Well, what if we apply that to the concept of electromagnetism? What if we apply it to the concept of, you know, heat transference? What if we apply that to the concept of light itself? Um, and so that was the... That's that sort of the, the inspiration behind the uh, the 12 biotic schools. Um, each one then has a role within itself... Uh, I, I, I had basically this sort of this idea of well I want I want a defensive school, I want a pure I want a purely defensive school, on a purely offensive school, and then I want a bunch of schools that are a blend between. I want a couple utility schools, I want a couple of, so uh once I had that once we and, and you guys helped me brainstorm the names, once I had these I these you know base ideas of what types of schools I wanted to do I then went through and said well well density sounds like it'll be a defensive school so it'll have barrier ability and it'll have um, you know it'll have uh, um, things that deal with you know making something more dense than it normally would be Uh, barrier biotic protector stasis and then it also has shockwave because you need to have some ability to attack even in a defensive Talent tree. Um. And then there's things like distortion, which is purely offensive. Distortion has nothing but penetrating damage effects. Uh. So. And healing. I mean, slight healing with Reeve, but. Not, not, it doesn't heal as much as Mending does. Or as Binding does, so. Binding being the entirely healing tree with no attacks whatsoever. Um. So yeah. That's that's sort the the design philosophy behind it. Uh is there anything in particular any of you guys want to talk about or do we just want to go through them individually?
1: Mm, I suppose so yeah, the actual actual science between these things is probably probably might not stand up to much scrutiny, but hey, it's a game. Whatever. I mean yeah Space Wizards did it.
0: Yeah, I mean <clears throat> the the science of the science of adjusting the mass envelope of an object doesn't stand up to scrutiny, but
1: Oh, that and we're, not, we're
3: actually not 100 percent sure um, of a lot of like, stuff like light. We're not sure if it could be affected in this way. We've been, yeah. you know, we're trying to figure out stuff like this. Mm.
1: Not a thing for this podcast, anyway.
0: No, no, that and that's more. Uh, you know,
1: is it a particle? or Is it a wave?
0: We don't it, know. It's, it's both. It has <laughs> actually been that so has determined that light is both a particle and a wave yeah. at the same time.
1: That's, that's what I mean, <laughs> right? Anyways, do we just go in alphabetical order?
0: Okay, yeah, we can we can just go down. We can go down the list because uh, and and I think that's good because uh, Rot- Rotan only used a small amount of these abilities, um, mm-hmm. so it's, it's it'll be good to see some of the stuff that could have could have been. So we'll start with binding. Binding. You use mass effect fields to bind the wound, to bind wounds and heal others. Uh, the novice ability learns the abilities mend and revival. Uh, so the way the way uh, arcane talents work in fantasy age, and the way conversely robotic, uh trees work, are on the novice you learn two abilities. On the journeyman you learn a second ability and gain a, a focus in that tree, and then on the master level you gain the final ability and you gain and you get a. Uh, uh, a a spell stunt that you can perform for one sp less for one stunt point less but only when using those abilities. That's all of them or are the, templated that way. So
1: you get a discount to a spell stunt.
0: Yeah you get a discount to a spell stunt and all of them are templated that way. Um so you never really have to ask oh well uh, we want to do the thing like with specializations of what do you get. So um so the four abilities are with binding are mend, revival, mending field, and restoration. So, uh, Mend is a basic heal spell. It heals you. You spend between 1 and 3 uh, MP, and you heal between 1 and 3 D6 of health. Simple. Um, straightforward heal. It's it's literally just heal from Fantasy Age. Uh, and Revival. So, Revival was interesting because in the Mass Effect universe, there is not really a way to revive people like in, in in fantasy in fantasy systems you know you talk to the gods and pray and call on call upon a cleric and magic happens and people get revived uh mass effect really tries it it, it tries to straddle that line between sci- science fantasy and science fiction uh in that reviving once you're dead you're dead there is a way to bring somebody back from the dead but it's really costly and expensive and only one person's ever gone through it um, and you know, ever since wasn't quite right, Uh but revival is, uh, it, it restores a basically an unconscious person, uh, a, a a dying character adjacent to you immediately regains ten, plus their constitution plus your willpower in health. Um. And also, since dying characters cannot take actions, you cannot use this ability on yourself. So basically, it's, it's a way to, if somebody is ble- currently bleeding out, this is a way to get them back in immediately. Uh, without having to, you know, without having to drag them off and stabilize them and use them Um Mending field is mend in a wide area. Uh, it heals a uh, number of targets equal to your willpower, all of whom must be within 10 yards of you. Uh all targets regain one D6 health per three uh, MP that you spend, so it's more expensive. But it's uh basically one D six for three, two D six for six, three D six for nine. Um so it's more expensive because it can affect more people, and that's basically that's a common theme is that uh when things when things affect in an in a radius, they affect a number of targets equal to your willpower, and it tends to be more expensive the more stuff it does and then restoration Um uh, basically restoration is uh only able to it, it's it's basically revival it's basically the, a revival ability because you can use it after a person has died but outside of combat um because it takes a minute to cast it uh It's one of those things that this is this is gonna be a GM call as for how soon after the death it'll still be functional. I like to say you know you've got a few minutes after they die before it'll no longer work. Um, But that's not as written. That's that's up to the GM to determine how how long you want to give them. That is a so that that is a a way to revive somebody without it being like super. I pray to the gods, and you come back so to what's life. What's the
3: difference between uh, grievously wounded or gravely injured?
0: Uh, phrasing.
3: So why doesn't revival work? Uh,
0: well, revi- it, it, uh, in that it needs to be like the the word needs to be retemplated. But revival only works uh, like as you're bleeding out. Uh, Respiration okay, works um, after you've already bled the,
4: out. You
1: Just if you just change the a dying character addition <laughs> to you into and uh, an unconscious character.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so in fantasy age if you get back enough health you don't automatically come like uh, become conscious again?
0: Uh so in fantasy age uh, you don't you don't fall unconscious you are considered dying.
3: Right. So you yeah, can but, be but, but when you but... when health is restored to you you don't get back up then yeah no, what...
0: yeah. no. When health is restored to you you can get back up. Restoration oh. is is after you've bled out
3: then why would you use revival
0: because restoration takes a minute
2: no, no, no why would you use revival instead of like the heal spell yeah basically? instead of mend
0: oh um that's a
3: good point I, w- I would just use mend and then restore 3d6
0: because revival heals a larger a larger amount
3: uh average no it doesn't uh it depends. what's what's the,
0: what's the average of what's the average roll of 3d6
3: uh, Twelve. Uh, and
4: All right. A
0: half. Revival is ten. ten. And a half. Revival is ten plus your constitution plus plus their constitution plus your willpower. So you have a willpower of five. They have a constitution of three. Say, that's going to be an average of eighteen. That's going to be a okay. constant of eighteen. So it's like <laughs> it's not a it's not a you roll dice. It's a set number they gain.
1: Right.
0: And it only works on people who are currently bleeding
1: out. It has a higher MP cost but it is non-variable.
4: Yeah.
3: Higher MP cost, higher target number. Eh.
1: The target numbers are kind of trivial once you get more yeah, levels. Yeah, but like this is a this is a novice ability so you can have it at level 1. Yeah. 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 So okay, yeah. Um,
3: for like for early levels true. it's actually more efficient to use men because it's guaranteed. Well, it's more guaranteed than 40. It's true
4: because yeah, you've only got
3: a lower number.
0: Revival, yeah, revival is just—it's a set amount of heal, it's a large amount of heal, um,
3: and. Uh, In that situation where someone is bleeding out, you would probably, when playing the game at lower levels, go with the guaranteed option rather than risking it for a revival, or you just use meta gel.
0: That's the thing, though, is that like with mend, with mend you may only heal four. <laughs> Like, the, 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 the lower end, especially, especially if you roll poorly consistently. Yeah, but it's,
3: but it's guaranteed. Like, the person won't die. If they have a constitution of zero, they won't die the next turn, is what I'm
1: saying. Yeah. Also, the or MP cost is lower, and the lower-level character really cares about their energy. MP. Yeah. They like, are way more conscious of the cost. Uh, so,
3: like, uh, in... The, if, to go back to the game for a second, in the first mission I had to severely limit my biotic ability use because otherwise I would have just been out of gas in like the first, I'm going to say half hour of gameplay, uh, but after that it was just like, don't care.
2: Well, <laughs> like, under the old system you were out pretty, like we went into that cave with all the robots and stuff and you were out after like the first room.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um. Whereas, like a couple of levels different. later, I was like, yeah. "I don't give a fuck. I've got all this MP. I'm never gonna spend it all."
1: <laughs> Although yeah, the first session had a lot of encounters, uh, when compared to what we had later. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. It like the first sessions worked quite differently. Yeah. So
0: that these abilities were pulled directly from the Healing Arcana of the Fantasy H Core book. So I'm wondering if there is a thing, if there's like a special caveat for being, uh. Also the the wording everything is like gravely injured, that's all straight from uh
3: That's yeah. terrible wording. <laughs>
0: straight from straight from the
4: book.
3: <laughs> that's bad that's bad that's bad wording. Like there's literally no reason you'd ever need to get the master ability in that talent.
0: Um
3: because revival works just as Actually,
0: well. Oh no no! So restoration does not. Rest, rest, rest revival only works on dying people. Restoration does yeah. not. Restoration is just a you heal to full. Okay. That's why I say against You health equal to your willpower times ten. Yeah.
1: Your restoration is a sick amount of hit points. Also.
0: Yeah, restoration is just a straight food. you heal full now.
1: <laughs> uh re- yeah, but you know, like but, tr- something but, like true resurrection. Mode.
0: But it, yeah. it
3: costs it costs fifteen MP. So yeah, um, you heal you heal willpower
0: times ten.
1: Although also notable,
0: like rather so basically, rather than using fifteen meta gels, you use one restoration.
1: <laughs> no, rather than rather than going, oh, he is dead. You use restoration because yeah. the point is the restoration uh, uh, recovers a dead character
0: yeah
1: is in, in game terms a character can be dead and still get up through restoration but that's not what it's that's not actually what it says
0: yeah it doesn't actually it says gravely injured uh
1: this is again be, bad, That's going to be a ruling. That's, the why, that's
3: That's what I mean. Like the wording is bad because it doesn't specify whether you can or can't do yeah. that. I'm it's assuming. If...
1: I am assuming the intent is for you to or heal a character that is considered dead.
4: I'm just, I don't know because revival
0: revival uses the phrase dying, and restoration is yes. not.
2: Maybe the intention is to allow the GM to be like, "Yeah, I think this I... character is dead, and therefore don't even bother asking. This character is gravely injured, so we might as well consider him dead, unless you want to use something big like this."
0: Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's the intention of the original.
2: Either way, we got
3: what, what we wanted to do now, and that's not our system because we adapted it.
4: Yep. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, these these texts need to be rewritten to be mm-hmm. more specific. intent is fine
0: yeah and and a lot of that was the issue of I'm working from the the writing of the fantasy age book which also can be can be fairly uh, unclear at times so yeah I'm actually looking to see what fantasy age describes as dying
1: Uh. the the fact that the revival becomes more effective on later levels becomes better because I mean I think it's fine that men, the lower level characters, want to cast mend because they are more conscious of the MP cost and want to hit the target. Rely on the yeah, target that's, number. Yeah, that's more revival Comes a, better later when you are less less worried about the MP cost and yeah. you really just want and what. And you are not as worried about the target number, but you really
4: once want to hit the hit points. Point.
1: Because once I went over that tipping point, it was like, well,
3: I yeah. I don't think I think in the course of the game, the entire game, I failed. Oh, um, two biotic abilities.
1: That was it. Target numbers are basically a. Uh, and that was at like level two and three. Um, Part of that was you got uh, an amp pretty early on. Yeah, well, and that's just a plus one. I was I was
3: okay my yeah. willpower
1: pretty. That's true. Yeah, I guess I guess is because of the focus, mm. hmm. giving plus two yep so
0: uh, so the the game does not think... actually the game the so uh, reading from the fantasy age um, shocking <laughs> does not actually describe much about what dying or dead means in terms of mechanics uh, I'm surprised it just says as yeah. characters lose health they get closer to death when you hit it's zero you are considered dying
4: That's it's all it says. Uh-huh. Is
3: dying a state because in uh, I've been of spooling up for a physician campaign, it's got a description of all the states you can be in somewhere in the book. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah
0: it doesn't say specifically that it's a state, I'm going to assume it is, but it's one of those... Does it have
2: anything like in the rules about, like, you know, how we have to, we you're bleeding out for a few turns?
0: Yeah, yeah, it says uh, uh, heroes will die after a number of rounds equal to two plus constitution unless they receive healing.
2: Oh, it's 2 plus constitution. Yeah,
0: 2 plus constitution, not just straight constitution.
2: Oh. 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 That would have changed a lot of things, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Jesus.
0: Although nobody died from bleeding
2: out. No, but that was because we prioritized people who had no constitution and were going to die this turn. Yeah. yeah. Sort of (laughs) a couple of times.
4: Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's 2 plus constitution, not just constitution. Uh, That makes a lot of sense. Dying characters now, what, can talk but cannot take any other actions. They die at the start of their turn on the final round, so allies have until then to save them. Most NPCs now, simply die, die. Most NPCs simply die when their health reaches zero. GMs may choose to apply the PC rules to major NPCs, however, it doesn't say anything about whether or not just straight healing you pick you up, or it has to be a revival
1: spell. So, actually, I think when you rewrite, if when you rewrite these healing spells about the dying or stuff, I think it's best to. Sp- Specify it out like write it out. If, yeah, like like not not do revival work on someone technology. who
3: is dying uh, Restoration works on someone
1: who is dead. If that's how if that's how you want to do. It, that is, that's would, how, that yeah. is like the, the intent, intent that's but how I would, I would actually go, yeah. I would like like I wouldn't assume that the game has specified what dying means I yeah, would write it out.
0: it's a it's in a very small it, and this is part of my problem with the writing of the of the original thing too it's in one paragraph on page <laughs> 35 that's the only place it's ever mentioned
3: so we haven't <laughs> the actually talked about, um, it, the system because it's it goes the system is interesting because it goes into sort of excessive detail on certain things and just leaves other things kind of up in the air
0: yeah so fantasy age is yeah. the, the idea is that it's it's um supposed to be like a starter System. It's very simple. It's very easily modifiable, which is why I made this convert. Why I wanted to make this conversion in the first place, um, and it uses a simple three six system. Uh, it's it's sort of a bare bones RPG. When you look at it, uh, your stats are single digit numbers, and when you roll, you add your stat to the roll. Um, also, example, there
1: are no, no no actual. There's no critical success or critical failure.
0: Yeah, there's no real critical success or critical failure. The critical system is uh, is worked into a stunt system, which adds a little bit of variety to the idea of a critical hit and makes mm. it happen more often than a critical hit does.
4: But it removes, but
1: it removes the variant variance.
0: Yeah, it moves the variance around, though.
4: Um, I mean, that's wider. true of
2: of a 3d6 system in general. That you get far more roles that are within a few points of the average yeah because like you know a d20 system you have a five percent chance of any of those roles so that's yep. you know say 20 20 of them are in that sort of like average range in the middle which you, this wouldn't, you, is, you, wouldn't,
0: you wouldn't think it judging by the roles that we did last night on grand Terra. oh
2: yeah well that's i'll have to listen to it um <laughs> but Whereas the, the 3d6 system uh, averages averages it out more, so you end up with far more rolls around that sort of like seven to twelve range. Yeah. Um, and far this, and like like doing triple ones or triple sixes is a one in two hundred and sixteen chance, less than half a percent. Cool. Uh, oh, I have a cool question.
1: All,
4: mm-hmm.
1: but, okay, go cool. on. No,
4: I just
2: I
3: wanted, wanted to ask because um said to us a few times that it's meant to be a heroic system and that yeah. you're meant to fight yeah. large numbers of enemies. Where's that come from? Because I, I haven't read enough of the book to know uh, if that's so.
0: That comes from your
3: interpretation or, that, or the book. Or the no, book that,
0: that's from the book. Um, it's not. It's right, not that if,
4: is
3: bullshit.
0: <laughs> it's not specifically stated in the book. But so uh, the system, the, the way the way combat works in the system is that you have you have a couple of different things you look at. You have defense, armor, and health um health is ranges uh, uh from from various amounts defense uh is the number you try to hit to actually hit somebody and armor is a a damage reduction to the hit the reason it is meant I say it's a heroic system which it is it's it's the the the, the idea is that um you are able to you know the heroes are supposed to be extremely you know good at what they do and they are able to take out large large amounts of enemies which you know has actually proven true you guys have taken out large amounts of enemies compared to your party size Um, and the reason for this is if you look at the templating of their enemies uh, a minor threat which is fairly common are like say for instance bandits uh which i was using a lot for you know Cerberus soldiers and stuff have 15 health and 11 defense and an armor rating of three all the heroes like like a warrior starts with at minimum double that amount of health even the mage starts with at minimum five more health than that bandit um and better defense and you know and their speed is 11 as well so they're they're slow and easy to hit and have low health and that's like the starter enemy
2: what did you say the defense was uh, 11 oh. like 11. i would
1: say this this is an interesting discussion but yeah. i think it's going to derail us from getting through the biotic abilities I mean, it is but it's, i just I, I honestly want to There's talk a lot about to this thing through. I think we should stay on topic with the biotic abilities for now.
0: We'll we'll go back to biotic. So we've we've made it through binding. Uh, Density is next. Uh, You use mass effect fields to manipulate relative density. Uh, Shockwave is the first one. Uh, It uh, is a burst of biotic energy, deals 1d6 plus willpower, penetrating damage, and knocks over uh, a target within 20 yards, as well as anything between you and the target, ignoring cover. Uh, The target makes a successful constitution stamina save. Uh, only inflicts 1d6 penetrating damage and target remains standing. Um, oh, see, so that's interesting
3: because uh, in the game that was um, a multi-target ability.
0: Well, it, it also knocks over anything between you and the target. It doesn't deal damage to it, but it knocks it over.
3: Wait, so if you target the so it back first? In,
0: it, person... it, 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 inflicts, it inflicts 1d6 plus willpower penetrating damage and knocks over the target and anything between you and the target Ignoring cover,
3: so that damage is only the guy that you target, but it knocks over everyone else. Yes. Interesting.
0: Yeah, I was, tr- thi- I was thinking. I was thinking it had to be there because the the master ability was going to be stasis, um, so it had it really kind of had to be on the novice ability, and I didn't want it to be dealing, you know, a lot of damage people in the line that early. Hmm. So that's I mean, chocolate. you know,
3: shotguns do that, right?
0: Shotguns damage in a cone on the line, and not at that distance either.
3: Well, you know, two d six is more damage. Um, within like, yeah, it's it's still, it's it's still AOE damage, is what I mean. Like, how often are you gonna get enemies lined up in?
0: Yeah, but shotguns don't ignore cover and, In uh, fact it doesn't actually difficult. say
3: how wide the the thing is. It it That's a good point. I would assume it's one yard wide, so that's actually like
0: or two yards. Yeah. Um
3: that's um
1: that's something that the description should have. Yep. Yeah.
0: So shockwave and barrier is the other novice ability. Uh would barrier uh gives you an armor rating equal to your willpower ability for one hour. It doesn't stack, it doesn't stack with, uh, armor, with armor that you're currently
1: wearing. It has a one minute casting time.
0: Yep. It does need to have a one minute casting time.
1: basically cannot cast it in combat.
0: No, yeah, yeah. casting in combat would be bad.
1: That's one of the reasons I didn't, uh, I didn't take it, um,
3: uh, earlier on.
0: Well, it lasts for an hour, so it's one of those things where you're meant to do this in preparation for
4: combat. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: I mean, it's a, you know, it's decent. It, uh, if you, if you, because as a mage, you're not trying to wear a whole lot of armor uh, or ideally you're wearing no armor. So it's a decent
1: bit of armor you can get out of it. I think it's a fine ability.
2: What's a typical, what's, what was your
4: willpower? Uh,
3: For most of the game, it was in the four to five range. Um, at the end I got six, which (laughs) is the armor I was wearing. I got, I had six armor anyway from, um, the armor I was wearing which wasn't that much of a downside, because I had... Right, them
2: right. mm. be But it's right, you're all an armor, armor-wearing class, really, so...
0: Yep, vanguards like armor.
2: Armor Armored mage, sort of. Right.
0: Okay. Uh, there's Biotic Protector, which is... Uh, you protect a number of targets equal to your willpower. They must be within six yards of you when the ability is used, uh, and must remain within that area to keep the effect. You must maintain the Biotic Protector with half cost per round, and it moves with you. Those under the biotic protector gain full cover versus enemies outside of the six-yard area. Uh, so you know it's it's basically it's it's full cover for everybody in inside the protector, uh, and it pr- pr- projects a big bubble.
3: So this is mass effect. How does that interact with grenades? Uh,
0: full cover. So it, it reduces the it it redu- it uh, reduces the effective roll of the grenade, so that it can
3: potentially so bounce it off. someone throws a grenade. It like because uh, the way I interpreted um uh that ability was like the sphere, and so you can yeah. you basically just use it to keep out the grenades yeah mm, interesting.
0: It's, it's it's it is it's literally it's the it's the sphere that Jack and other biotics can use during Mass Effect 2 to get you through the swarm right all right and then there's stasis, which is the master ability. Uh, you trap a target in a biotic stasis field the target must make a strength might check uh, versus your spell power on a success they are bound in place unable to move or speak as a free action on each turn the target is affected the target affected by stasis each turn that the target is affected by stasis uh you can suffocate the target for 2d6 plus willpower penetrating damage on each of their turns the target must make a save uh, make save again or remain bound on the failed save stasis continues until a successful test is made or five rounds passed you cannot suffocate targets that do not breathe
3: if it's a free action, what in that text there prevents you from doing it more than once? Nothing. So I can as hmm. as soon as I get someone in a status field, I insta kill them. Is what you're saying? That's assuming they good. are going to fail their savings. Oh, turn. Oh
0: yes. oh oh oh. Uh, uh, you mean you mean you can no? You only get one. You only get to do it as a free action once.
3: Oh, you can probably put that to, in.
0: As a free action on each turn, you can suffocate target. Uh, you can suffocate target once. I should say. Mm. But I should put it
3: once yeah. as a free action.
0: Yeah, once Yeah. A, once at once comma as a free action.
3: It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be fine. Yeah. Once each turn or um, once each round maybe. Actually, yeah. there's an interesting thing with Blastic Protector and Stasis, and that once you've cast them, I don't think you need to maintain them in any way.
0: Uh biotic protector you need
3: to maintain with magic.
1: Specifically but... he says there is a half cost per round. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it doesn't prevent you from doing other things, is no. what I mean. Yeah, no. Okay. And so, stasis just stays active.
0: For five rounds or until yeah, Stasis rounds, yeah.
3: Okay. Right. That's very different to stasis in the game where it was literally like remove an enemy from combat and deal with it later. Well,
0: stasis in, in the game, stasis. Has changed in each game like in the yeah. first game it was just you're holding still now and the second game was you're holding still now and all the damage we do to you is going to pile up and hit you at once and in the mm. third game it was like you're holding still now all the damage we're going to do to you is going to pile up and hit you at once and you're going to take a little bit of damage over time <laughs> so it you know it's it weird stasis has always been weird mm.
3: destruction then
0: oh, destruction what I know about yes <laughs> You yeah. use mass effect fields to tear apart a matter at the atomic level. Uh, Reeve, you deconstruct your target, recon reconstitute bits of their matter to repair damage to your own. The target must make a constitution stamina test versus your spell power. On a success, you deal one D6 willpower penetrating damage to your target. On a failure, you only deal one D six penetrating damage, you heal the amount of damage dealt. Uh, so this is the this is the way that destruction uh adapts. Biotics keep themselves alive. They break things down with Reeve and heal themselves back. Um, this one, it this one is another one of those. It, it's sort of a GM ruling as to what it can actually affect. Um, I, I, I find it. Dif- I find it difficult to believe that you de- can deconstruct, say, a geth and if you're a bi- if you're a biological creature, using non biological matter, you know, mon- non biological material to heal yourself seems weird to me. Um, but uh, it's a GM ruling. And a different GM could say a different thing.
2: Yeah, it depends on what you mean by healing, though, because like repairing your armor or, uh, you know, like what, what what counts, what damage actually represents is always mm, a bit of a definitely. weird thing in games anyway, right? Yeah, it's like, all, and typically
0: that's also up to the GM, so. Like,
2: what, like also, when, you, when you say yeah, I took one one hit point worth of damage, what does that even mean, really?
3: Yeah. So well, What it says at the top is you use Mass Effect fields to tear apart matter at the atomic level, meaning that you can reconstruct it into whatever the fuck you like. Yeah, because that, no, not, that means. that's true. In theory. In theory, yeah. Well, I mean, going by the, the internal logic we've created here in this, by this ability set, that's what that means.
0: Yep. Like I said, <laughs> up to the GM. Um, dark channel. You infect a target with a deconstructive mass effect field. The target must make a constitution stamina test versus your spell power. On a success, you deal 1d6 willpower penetrating damage to your target. The target makes another test at the beginning of each round. The ability lasts until a successful test is made or five rounds passes. Well, it lasts until a successful test is made or five rounds. Um, Uh, Should you? If the target target dies from Dark Channel, the infection spreads to a target within six yards and begins again as if you had just cast it.
3: See, I thought Uh... this ability was really good. Um, Then I started using it and found that it just wasn't worth it. So I started saving um, up the ability and using it on the Annihilation
1: field. It says, the target makes another test at the beginning of each round. Should it say instead say, makes another test at the beginning of each of their it's turns? turns. Each yeah. Each of their turns.
4: Card. Yeah. Yep, it should be
0: each of their turns.
3: Okay. Because, like, um, compared that to Reeve, Reeve is pretty much straight up better in every way.
0: Well, the big thing with Dark Channel is you can... You cast it and leave it. Then yeah, you, but
3: they have a chance then they'll and then ignore it. Then they have a chance, like it's they have a chance to make their save, and then it just ends.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's true. Like, <clears throat> but it's... some enemies don't have uh, don't have, and, and not the, have as know, much. By, by later in the
0: game, your your spell power test was eighteen for that
1: yeah that's 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 somewhat high yeah very like that,
0: that, like not a whole lot of them resisted that
1: it's hard to resist i mean Titus Titus was fairly good at resisting resisting that kind of thing and uh the expect ex, he's uh, like but that's late like game. more likely likely to fail than more likely to fail than to succeed that test like,
3: Again, like late, late game
0: i mean that wasn't uh, that yeah, really game. you were level 10
1: Oh, yeah, well, uh, it's not super it's like late in the by game. By level really. 10,
0: you were able to do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you think of it like if you have if you have like 18 as a target number, uh, a character with a constitution of five and a focus is about fi- only 50% to uh, succeed that check. Also, that's for characters that have five constitution. And yeah. stamina as a focus, yeah. Yeah. but you've got
3: to weigh up the like with Reeve, you're healing yourself, uh, and uh, with Annihilation Field, which is also in that. I mean, I suppose it's a different level ability, but like, yeah, but the game, Dark Channel—it's is... more of an early game ability, is what I'm saying. Like, once you have the yeah, later abilities, you'd stop using Dark Channel so much.
0: I mean, but mostly because on, an Annihilation
1: part. Field. But I wouldn't say Reeve is better because you have to keep spamming Reeve to deal damage, and Dark it's, Channel well, you don't. Like if you want as, as, a, as a
0: as a, a as a as a tactical player, especially as, as somebody who, if I was playing this, I'd be playing as biotic. My almost my my first my first thing I would do almost every battle would be pop out a dark channel and then leave it alone, like dark channel one guy and then start reaving things or annihilation field or other things.
3: Uh, yeah, just so that I mean that's constantly
0: gets, doing damage in the background.
3: That gets a lot harder to do when um, in the ways uh, we were playing it, which is um, the theater of the mind thing. Um... Like, it was a lot easier for me to dark channel things when I could see where they were and be like oh right well that can hit that guy if it, you know, and that sort of thing but uh, it's it's really hard to keep a picture in your head of where everyone is and where the dark channel is within 6 yards of them to jump to them so to see if it's, it's worth casting
1: that's true so that's why I stopped using it essentially
0: <laughs> that's dark yeah, so it wasn't uh, really
1: a fault of dark channel as much as the fault of uh, the encounters fair enough uh,
0: uh, annihilation field uh, you generate a field of dark energy around you that attempts to deconstruct a number of targets equal to your willpower. Targets must be within 6 yards of you for the ability to affect them. The target of this ability makes a dexterity acrobatics jet test versus your spell power. You deal 1d6 willpower, penetrating damage to all targets, and they suffer a minus 2 penalty to defense. If they succeed the test, they take no damage. This ability normally lasts only one round, but for 5 uh, MP paid at the start of your subsequent turns as a free action, you may extend the duration by d- by an additional round.
1: Uh, This doesn't say... This doesn't say that they take damage during their turns. No, it doesn't. Also,
4: it...
3: um, It's not... It has weird wording, um... Generally, you would (laughs) uh, normally say on each of your subsequent turns. Um, Like, uh, just just for clarity, um five MP pit at the start of each of your
1: subsequent turns as a free action.
4: Yeah,
3: um,
1: also it needs the description of them taking damage on their turn if they are within the sphere. Yep. And I mean I mean it, we established the rules about it how how it plays out pretty well because it kept being used. If this is just not up to date. Yeah. yeah. No uh, we, and it, it would be um it would, it would probably be uh
3: what's the word I'm looking for? Easier to understand um, if you uh, specified that you target the um, targets. Yep. Um, yeah, we, we all know how that one works pretty well. They, I get, you get up close to someone, they start having to make. Check. <laughs> to be honest, it could do with a lot of stuff. Like, uh, it could do with the system being more clear about when you have to take the test. Like. Wh- being Biotic Vanguard and being like, right, Annihilation Field, charge in. Do they make the test now? It doesn't. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Do they take damage and then on their turn, like, yeah. if it's my turn and then their turn, what happens then? It's very confusing and strange. Um, you know, or if it's my turn and then their turn at the end of combat, like, how does that damage work out? We need to fix the wording.
0: And then the master ability, which is Dark Sphere, which
3: which I was always going to take, and I spent the last three levels without having an ability because I didn't understand. Like I wanted this one, but I didn't really understand how it worked.
0: Yeah. So Dark Sphere, the, what what it does is hard to put into words. Um, it's it, like once no, you hard to
1: put into working mechanics.
0: Once you've got it. it in your head, you can get it, but like. I, Prior to that, so what, as written, uh, you create a swirling vortex of dark energy that moves slowly across the battlefield. The orb takes up a four x four yard square and attacks anything within the square, within the square, or immediately adjacent to it for two d six plus willpower penetrating damage each turn. It moves four yards per, for, per round for three rounds a successful dexterity acrobatics test for your spill power evades the attack so the 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 idea of this ability is you as the spell caster create the sphere in front of you in the square in the four by four area in immediately in front of you
3: which it one if
4: we're on a then, grid there's
3: four four to the left and four four to the right
0: whichever it which- then moves <laughs> it then moves in a line from you forward when it stops, it attacks. So it stops. So it, it, when it stops, and if it passes over anything, it attacks. So, like, like if there's anything, if there's something in the four by four square in front of you, it gets hit, and then it moves four yards forward. If there's anything in the four yards that it moves through, they all get hit, and then when it stops, if there's anything standing next to it where it stops, that gets hit too. But that's this, hard to put into phrasing. <laughs> it's it's kind, kind of hard. Confusing. It does need
1: it, it. does need rewriting a bit, uh, like to make it more clear that it is pulsing. The pulsing thing. <clears throat> if you if if you just use the word "it pulses" for damage, I think it would make it a lot clearer. I think you.
3: I feel like a lot of the stuff that's the problem with this is that it does pulse, like if you wanted it to pulse, you could just extend the radius of it and then have it not pulse. Like, you can make Good it point five by five and then it doesn't have to pulse and you don't have to do any of this adjacency stuff and it's nowhere near as confusing.
1: That's fair. Uh...
3: Because it's the adjacency that's the confusing part. Because it's only sometimes attacking things adjacent. Also, to, to it, be specific, really hard to...
1: the part versus it moves four yards per round for three rounds. It should probably say that it it never says that it maintains the same direction of movement. Oh God, yeah. It, might, I mean, it, does, yeah.
0: it does not say that. In fact, it doesn't. It
1: oh, should. Yeah. It Should.
3: <laughs> Otherwise, you're scattering it like a grenade.
1: Yeah. 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 You start going back and forth. <laughs> Roll the <laughs> one
0: so yeah, d10. On D- a yeah. one to
3: two, it goes southwest. honestly. <laughs>
0: dark, dark yeah. sphere needs some working. Uh,
1: yeah, although I think we agree that it's mostly fly, like we agree that it does this much damage, and well, while. I'm th- not sure whether we... You, well, there's the question of whether or not to remove the pulsing thing and just make it bigger. That's one thing, but otherwise it's just uh, rewriting it so it's clear. I don't think it's that challenging to write it correctly and you could just make some mechanical decisions to make it simpler, but...
3: Well, so, also, the so... save. Um, the save is a successful dex t- acrobatics test versus your spell power. Evades an attack. Does that mean that when it passes... Like, if also stops, good point pulses, you get hit again and you have to evade again that's oh god also yeah so
0: that's, this is this is difficult it's, it's, difficult it's not right? even making because, attacks mostly it's because the thing. uh the dark sphere is an ability from the games um yes and in the games it is a large swirling vortex of biotic energy that rolls forward and it lashes out at things nearby yeah. like it damages things it rolls over and it also like has ten dark biotic tendrils that lash out at things that are next to it um, and so it's it's like trying to trying to maintain that concept of a of a swirling sphere of tentacles basically um, in, te- in in descriptive form <laughs> See,
3: I, I still interpreted that in the game always because uh, it doesn't hurt your allies yeah so um, whereas this one would would hurt them. Um, but I always interpret it as being like under the control. Like this actually goes back and, 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 um, re- like knowing what this ability does, uh, makes it more important that we specify what annihilation field does. Um, because this one is actively out to kill everyone. Like it's just <laughs> trying, it's just trying to murder anything it can get near.
0: <clears throat> yeah. So it needs, it needs some rewording. Re- um, Distortion you use mass effect fields to twist and debilitate others. So this is the this is the the debilitation uh, school uh, They all you know, it, it does damage, but that's not the reason you go into this school um, So it has warp and singularity as its novice abilities warp deals d6 uh, d6 plus willpower penetrating damage If you fail a constitution's damage test uh, and knocks you prone on a successful test you only take the 1d6 penetrating damage any target hit by warp, regardless of if you failed or succeeded, is unable to regain health for five rounds.
1: Warp is the the ability for NP, for for a GM to screw around with his players. <laughs> this is one of the most powerful. Like seriously, this is powerful against basically any character. Yep. It's like, basically any player character because they cannot heal. If you put any any amount of more than if you spam this ability, players will die.
0: Yeah, so in the game, warp uh, does the same thing. Like as you're hi- as, as you're hit for warp, and it only lasts for you know thirty seconds or so. Uh, but uh, you're unable to heal for the duration of the time for, for a short time after getting hit by warp.
1: The warp warp like the fact that the most of the biotic abilities uniformly say lasts five rounds. This is one of the abilities that makes it uh, makes it a little uncomfortable. I'm not sure it's correct to have this last five rounds automatically. Yeah, five rounds is a long time. Five rounds system. is very long time to not heal. I mean, it five is. rounds of combat. Jesus.
0: Yeah, but like a round of combat, six seconds or so.
1: This is also a okay. I'm not sure it needs to be. It needs to be. I think it's a pro. Might be appropriate for this to stay at like as as a novice ability and being easy to cast and everything. That might be fine. But this is seriously very powerful against player characters. This also will it doesn't murder. roll to hit. Oh yeah, it doesn't, it
3: doesn't roll to hit or anything. It's got a TN of ten, a memory cost of three, and it's ridiculously good uh, at like basically bypassing character's defense. Yep. And it's penetrating damage. So players have like until they get to be level 11, they have no way of defending against this and that's only if they're warriors, uh soldiers.
1: And when you combine it with the philosophy of having multiple enemies in an encounter, or lots of enemies in an encounter, but yep. like two people casting warp and like six regular guys just smashing with melee attacks or whatever players are gonna die
0: yeah what I, yep. what I what i what I found was that biotics uh biotic, while there can be a lot of enemies only a couple of them can be biotics because if i if I put more than like two or three biotics in a single <laughs> encounter you guys quickly ran out of ways to deal with them
1: so yeah
3: biotics are super
1: powerful yep. yeah Magic because powerful. the probably because the MP system that is uh, MP system and the target numbers to cast them are not enough to balance Basically them.
3: irrelevant. But, yep. like, once you get past level three, basically irrelevant.
0: Alright, uh, so Singularity is next. Uh, Singularity, you create a swirling orb of low gravity that affects a number of targets equal to your willpower in a six-yard radius. Targets must make a dexterity acrobatics test versus your spell power. If they fail, they are lifted in the air and rendered prone for five rounds, or until they succeed a dexterity acrobatics test. If they succeed, they are not picked up, but must retest if they begin their turn inside the radius.
2: So...
3: They're rendered prone for five rounds. Yep. Can they stand up?
0: You're floating in the air.
3: Yeah, that's not what prone you, means.
0: No, pro, uh, prone... Uh, what prone means is not, not necessarily that you're... I mean, in definition, I In dictionary terms, prone means that you are laying on the ground. Easy to say. In mechanical just, terms, prone just means that it's a, a status. Yeah.
1: Considered prone would fix a whole lot yeah, here. you're considered
0: yeah. prone for five rounds.
1: Okay. It's more so, of a status than a, than a... So they're dead. Okay,
3: <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah, yeah a um, lot of people suffer from that's the That's a evil die.
1: Yeah, the problem with... This this school seems to suffer a lot from the from the uh, everything lasts five rounds uh, to rule. Yeah. That's power that's power word kill. That's 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 nuts. The five the five that's rounds nervous. makes a lot of these saber save or Just die. Makes, effects.
0: It's, it's not it's not strictly power word kill. Like that would not,
1: it's not that would not result power.
0: that would not result in the death of Titus.
1: Yeah, the pa- power word was, kill is the wrong term, but it is a save or die.
4: Yeah.
0: Like 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 you if, are going if, to die if, if this and you well, get No. Attacked. No, if Titus was picked up in the singularity, he would probably not die.
3: Hang on, are you going to use a character yeah. that is specced out entirely as like being the most survivable character as your baseline for whether a spell is too powerful or not? I'm
0: just saying, no, no, I'm not. Also, I'm saying, also, okay, well, that's
1: also the fact that uh, a character that is, uh, in my opinion, breaking the system. Yeah, <laughs>
4: and well, that... so
0: so figure so so figure an average character has about between four and six armor and a defense of fifteen. So you're prone your defense is is reduced um, and it was like your defense An average character does it. not
3: have a defense of 16 An average character has a defense of 13 or 14
0: <laughs> 15
3: agreed
4: I
0: uh, am right. well, I'm, 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 thinking, I'm thinking a natural defense of 13 and maybe a shield that gives you a plus two okay or a plus one you know 14 15 so I
2: mean I have, have, to have, to train have training shields shield for a plus shield two, anything like that anyway Anyways. I think pretty sure I'm um, uh, Connor and Sam both
4: had, well like 12
2: or
3: 13 Actually 13, I had high, I can... 13 I high 14 defense, but... range Yeah you wanted to X. 13 and, and 13 14 is average anyway
0: So, yeah, so 13 14 you're going to get a so you're going to have Reduce an effective to... you're going to have an effective of 10 or 11 Yeah um while while in the air um
3: for five rounds
0: You can still attack mm. you can still okay. you can still attack from prone And every round you get a chance to save out of it. Do you? Yes. That's not what that says. Yes, it does. Or until they succeed a dexterity acrobatics test. Wait, that
3: doesn't. How does that. Where does it. Oh. How does that work? Like in in just in sort of in in story terms, like in 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 universe, how, what what does that look like? I'm floating in the air, being held up by a mass effect field, but then I acrobatically get out,
0: break free of the field. Yeah, you break free of the field. I'm like... Why is that
3: acrobatics?
0: Because, <laughs> uh, a lot of because these checks need to be defined
1: as ha- when when they they don't like the, have the, definitions the... of when they take the check and of yeah. what it is, yeah. and is the check a free action a minor action or a major action? Good point. <laughs> most checks like
2: that are like saves. I actually
1: don't know from this when do I take this dexterity acrobatics check. I can make educated guesses as to what kind of action it is. On the turn, the biotic turn. Well, I turn. guess it's like a save, so it's
2: like the start or the end of your turn rather than yeah. I guess I have to save, take an so...
1: action on my turn to save against it with dexterity acrobatics, but none of it says anywhere. I have to assume.
0: <laughs> so need a lot of... So we can pretty much just could just assume that a lot of these have to be rewarded and not say it for everyone. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. These, yeah. A lot of these need a little more text. Okay. But, but so thus the main
0: far. Point thus far was, every ability we've stopped to say this needs to get rewarded.
1: Well, that's,
3: yeah. that's because of the way it was worded. We, we, we assumed that it was five rounds. You're in the air because, um, the part where it says until they succeeded, they decry- success doesn't say when that happens. So that I, I kind of skipped it. Um, and that's, yeah. So, uh, alright, so that's not as bad as I thought then if you can get out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Although, the target number can be pretty high.
3: Yeah, on an 18, say, that would be
1: hard. Yeah. It's not unrealistic to have that high of a Because, well, yeah, once I uh, get now, a focus now, in it. 18,
0: 18 is for the PCs. The uh, enemies rarely had a spell power that high. Yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, all right. if you don't expect them to be that high, then they there is yeah. a chance although some characters if the average
0: character the average spell power the average spell power for enemies that you guys faced was between twelve and fifteen.
1: Okay, then that's doable for a character with decent dexterity, even if they don't have a focus though <laughs> they are more <laughs> likely to fail than they are to succeed.
0: Yeah, and singularity. Um, singularity so is a roll like we do. Singularity is a notability, so it's not a guarantee that they have a focus in that.
1: Yep.
3: Okay. So moving on then, gravity well. That gravity is well. a journey ability. That
0: gravity well is a ability. And you create a field of <laughs> increased gravity that affects the number of targets equal to your willpower in a six-yard radius. Targets must make a strength might test versus your spell power. <laughs> if they fail, their speed is reduced to zero and they are considered prone. And if they succeed, their speed is reduced by half and they are not prone. Any enemies trapped in the field have the effective range of all weapons reduced by half.
4: Um, does this does on, that? On, even... on the
3: wording again, yeah. <laughs> that uh, considered prone versus are not prone. That's the same thing. <laughs> like uh... you can be, you can be considered like it doesn't say that yeah, they go are
0: are yeah. not considered prone.
3: Right. Okay. That's, 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 that's that. Um, so speed is reduced to zero. That means. Wait,
1: what did that just mean? So speed, so it, is, speed is just
0: zero means you cannot move.
1: Yes, I, so I understand it, that part. But what about the prone part? Does uh, prone mean you can get up? Like, can you get up so if your speed prone, is zero?
0: If you are considered prone, it just means that you have the effect. You have the negative effects associated with being prone. Okay. Uh, which is a re- which is a effective reduction to your defense. Um and easier to hit in melee.
1: Okay. Right. I have another question regarding the final can, part. Can they any... get
0: up? If you are actually prone, yes, you can get up. If you are considered prone, even if you're already up, you're still considered prone.
1: Sorry, go ahead, Zach. Uh, yeah, the final one says, any enemies trapped in the field have the effective range of all weapons reduced by half. Yes.
4: Uh,
1: I think it might be better to say range of all ranged weapons. Reduced by half. Actually, it
0: doesn't doesn't matter because you can't reduce one by half.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) That's Like
4: adjacent,
0: adjacent, adjacent is not a range. Like, like, like range. Like, if you consider, if you consider range to be the distance at which you can hit something, melee, melee range is not a number that can be reduced by half.
1: Okay. Okay. So the rules cover this. Okay, that answers my question.
0: The rules cover that because melee range is not a reduced is not a number that okay. can be reduced by half.
1: That is fine then.
0: Melee range is just melee range.
1: Uh, let's see. Okay. <clears throat>
0: like if you reduce melee range to by half, it becomes mel.
1: It doesn't say how long it lasts.
0: Yep, it needs to. Its uh, average average duration is five rounds currently. So.
1: You mean duration is?
0: Yeah. Average, average duration is 5 rounds, so...
1: <laughs> I don't right. see why you use the word average when no other duration exists.
0: Other uh, durations <laughs> do exist. As a matter of fact, we oh. just covered one that did. Oh. Huh? Annihilation field.
1: Oh, right. Good point. <laughs> there is one, at least.
3: Annihilation field has an... That, all makes, that, makes, that makes the average uh, 2. <laughs>
1: I would, I would like for the duration. That, that makes the average very well be fixed because, to five. That makes that
0: very well because annihilation field can last two rounds, can last fifteen rounds, yeah. Depending on how many you have?
1: I don't like the fixed five rounds, but I'm not sure how to replace it because the dragon die duration is a little too much variance.
0: Yeah. All right, um, moving on. Next is crush. Uh, There's no
3: description in the book for what prone means.
2: Yeah, I think it came up the other day as well. That's really dumb. It's just not a. It's it's just the a only thing time to... it's
3: referenced is in the stunts page where it says th- uh, about what happens to a character that is prone. So
1: yeah, yeah, that's the problem. The rulebook is not that well written. Yeah. Also, um, does can as uh, a question can
3: gravity well um, differentiate targets? Uh,
0: yeah, it's uh, targets within targets equal to your willpower and succeed six yard radius which means you are targeting
1: yeah uh no
0: you are choosing targets right uh so, might yeah,
1: want that's... to use targets tar- tar- up to or equal to your real power if you want can you choose to affect less than your willpower Oh yeah targets? yeah mm-hmm. yeah might want to tweak that to have up to or equal to mm-hmm. Or, or rather, just affects a number of targets up to your build power.
3: So you can still so, fight back when you're prone, I assume, except you're just easier to hit. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, you're harder to hit with range weapons, right?
0: Yeah, you're harder to hit with range weapons. Yep. Easier to hit with melee.
3: Yep. Interesting. In this in this game, I'm not sure how good that is. Uh, I would,
0: yeah, uh, and I would consider that even on things like like considered prone because, uh, um. Because in like in singularity, you're constantly moving. You're just moving at a slow, steady rate. So mm. in in the heat of battle, it, you know, it might be a little harder to align your sights on a moving target. So. Uh,
1: okay. Okay. Crush.
0: All right. Crush uh you concentrate gravity around a single target attempting to crush them the target makes a strength might chest test versus your spell power on a failed test the target has its speed reduced to 0 and is is knocked is should be should be said is considered prone although knocked prone does still fit here um and you yep. and you deal 2d6 plus willpower penetrating damage to the target on a successful test the target has its speed reduced by half is not knocked prone and takes 1d6 plus willpower penetrating damage and there goes my cat. I think
1: i the prone part might be correct with the current wording
0: you know it would be correct because you are being crushed like, to the ground
1: yeah successful test not leaving them prone yeah <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> it's it's not okay you can't get up from crush uh, how long the, what is the duration of the crush effect
0: it is one it's it's an instantaneous
1: but it says has his speed reduced to zero. What does it matter if it's instantaneous? If they get their speed that means, back, that, in that just means era? that
0: for this round they can't move. Yeah, like okay. it, because mm-hmm. because because it all happened. Remember, uh, a single round happens at once. So if your speed yeah, reduced to zero for this round, yeah. It's,
3: so this ability is actually worse if you go after them. Elizabeth, hmm? I guess. Oh yeah, I mean, no, like, yeah. If you go after they do, then that uh, the ability is not as yep, good. So are, you want to you target someone that hasn't acted yet. Yeah.
1: To get the full benefit. Yeah. Uh, to get more immediate benefit.
3: Yeah.
0: Yes, to get more immediate benefit.
1: It's still effective even if like they so, are... It still deals damage even if they go after. Yeah, yeah it still deals damage. And it still keeps them prone. Yep. You just... It, it's just often more effective to knock someone that is still after you in initiative. Yes,
0: and it theoretically, be, it'd be worse to knock somebody down after you go because if you knock them down afterwards, then uh, they can just get right back up. Like if they're after you, they just get right back up. Although, no, if this is for federal rounds, no, so no they'd be knocked out of the round. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Their, their yeah. speed is zero, so they can't move, and they're knocked which down, means, which
0: means they can't get back up. Yeah.
3: No, yeah. that's not what that means. Well, no, that's the thing.
0: You use. I would still say you use your movement to get up in this.
3: That's not what the book says. Is it not? What?
0: Where does the book say it's about getting up?
3: <laughs> well, it's the only saying It doesn't... As far as I could tell, it doesn't mention... Pro, maybe it does, but I couldn't find it. It might be somewhere at the beginning of it. Hang Lieber on. We
1: were using the rule that when you get up, you use half your move, I think. Yeah. That was oh, the rule. Oh, that makes sense. sense.
3: Yeah. So, enough. so, yeah, you can't half-zero,
1: though, so... Yeah, you
3: can't should... get up. Yeah.
1: They can't get up. Not on their next turn.
0: Yeah, not until... Well, no, no, time. no, like...
1: Uh, does that mean that yes although I if, like you're, if, are...
0: if you're if you're if you're laying on the ground and, requ- and getting up requires half your move if your move is currently yeah. zero you can't get up
1: yeah but in D&D terms it means you are denied your move action yes interesting because
3: because um, given that you cannot half zero you could spend that quite easily because
1: you yeah
4: well, no you, you, you can't have you can't, zero you, you can't
1: spin that
0: you can't have zero
1: <laughs> you can have zero you just get zero <laughs> I mean, exactly. exactly you might be confusing so it you, with dividing something you have by zero. you
0: you you have an inability to move because you have no move you have no speed yeah. therefore you cannot move therefore you have nothing to divide by half therefore you cannot get up mm. like you could try to spin it it wouldn't work <laughs> But you can try to spin anything. That's what spinning is. I don't
3: know. It's, interesting. it's an interesting question. Someone smarter than me can answer. <laughs> uh, moving on again, I yeah. guess.
0: Uh, next is electromagnetism. Uh, you use mass effect fields to manipulate electricity via magnetic force. Uh, jolt. You jolt one visible character within 10 yards of you. The target takes two penetrating damage and must succeed at Constitution's <laughs> test versus your spell power or become stunned. On this next turn, this stunned character cannot take a major action; only a single minor action is allowed. Okay, it's a little shock. Um, these are and these are all these are all just the uh, the uh, electricity arcana, uh, lightning arcana spells with different names. Like I straight took them from the book. Uh shock blast, electric- electricity arcs from your hand, shocking enemies in a six by six yard area. Anyone in this area takes one D six willpower, one one six willpower penetrating damage, targets make a successful constitution damage test. First your spell power only take one D six penetrating damage. So mm. it
4: can be quite anyway, sorry,
3: damage Yep. It's not it's not terrible. It's not great. Uh, point of order. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh that
2: says that they form your hands.
4: Oh
3: yeah.
2: So you Lightning
3: hands. Typo. That'd be awesome. Electricity arcs from your hands. If we're going on typos, then uh, uh, Crush deals penetrating damage. Oh, does it? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: I don't want to be dealt he's...
3: penetrating damage. No, it... no it's just penetrating. No, it's, it's just penetrating. No, Crush.
1: P-E-E-N.
3: Crush. Okay.
0: I'm looking at Crush. I'm seeing P E N E.
3: On a successful test, the target has his speed reduced by half, is not knocked prone, and takes one D6 plus willpower
1: penetrating oh, damage.
0: Oh, I was looking at the wrong word. I was looking at the wrong penetrating word. All
1: right, yep.
0: The ends in the wrong place.
1: That's no A typo. Yeah. All right. If we're under typos, I, I decided You're not to mention them. them. Ignoring typos because yeah, no, be I've been podantic. ignoring them.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Until then,
3: <laughs> That's right. that would be pedantic, Ettytonic. <laughs> yeah, but. Lightning hands are so cool. I do like the sound of lightning hands. <laughs> <laughs> electrical, <coughs> arcing electrical hands. And then uh, they're gone. Yeah. A 6x6 six six area.
1: It specifies enemies, so it means... You uh,
3: can,
4: yeah.
1: I believe it would imply that the... Wait, where does the area form? Can you choose? Or is it right in front of you? Dunno.
2: Nope, no,
0: you, you choose.
1: <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> is uh that rain? Then, electricity electricity range of all
0: spe- Range of all spells oh, okay. is let of say.
1: Hmm,
3: interesting.
0: Right, uh, lightning bolt. A bolt of electricity leaps from your outstretched hand. Uh, I should say. Range of all spells is line of sight unless it says otherwise, because Lightning Bolt says otherwise. Um, a bolt of electricity leaps from your outstretched hand to strike a single visible target within 30 yards of you. The Lightning Bolt inflicts 2d6 plus willpower penetrating damage. A target that makes a successful constitution stamina test versus your spell power only takes 1d6 plus willpower penetrating damage.
1: Okay.
0: It just does straight. Damage. This is interesting.
1: This could be interesting against. Uh... Uh, mechanical targets certain mechanical targets mm-hmm. it doesn't say okay. it has special spe- spe- special effects on those but just
0: that that'd be a property of the target that would not be a property of the spell
1: I was just wondering because the elect when I first thought no wait is it in here electromagnetism could be used as an utility for for like things
0: Like if, if electricity does bonus things to a target, that would be a property of the target, not a property of the spell. So, okay. That's yeah, it was just, when I was just when I
1: was first thinking of the electromagnetism magnetism as a school, I just thought it could be used for utility things like hacking hacking panels and stuff. Right. Uh,
0: but, chain chain okay. lightning is the master. Uh, similar to lightning bolt, but can affect multiple targets by arcing from one to the next you pick a single visible target within 20 yards of you It affects the target and an additional number of characters equal to the result of the casting rules stunt die uh, They must be within 10 yards of the original target Chain lightning effects inflicts 2d6 plus willpower penetrating damage targets that make successful constitution stamina test versus spell power only take 1d6 plus power penetrating damage
1: within 10 yards of the original okay, so it spreads from the original target, yeah, so it but it not from not in a chain target.
0: I mean, it does oh, the dragon try, die? Change, boom, boom, boom,
1: boom. Because they all have to be within ten yards of the original target. Yeah, yeah. But still, you're, <laughs> a, you're often change, hitting it, it several it, targets. Yeah, with it changes.
0: It changes from the target to others. It doesn't change from that. To Although ten yards to is is not
1: other, a so. very small range. So.
0: Ten yards is not five squares. Not we were playing it. No, ten yards is five squares in a.
1: Yeah, it's it's a fine range to be hitting, like, it can often hit, it can pretty reliably hit most of the targets it can. Yep. 2
3: 6 plus world power, so that's
1: what average of 9, 10? Not- notably, the 20 yards uh, distance in comparison to 30 yards is a notable decrease.
4: Hmm.
0: Yeah, but I mean there's still a total 30 yards cuz it's 20 yards and then at least one other person that's within 10 yards. Yeah, but your
4: original so you target has hit... to
1: be you have to get within 20 yards of the target.
0: Yeah. But the, like the the like if you hit a guy who's if you hit a guy who's 20 yards away from you, you can you will at least also hit a guy that's 30 yards away from
1: you. Yeah, I'm just thinking so, if I if I if I want want to fight a melee guy from at range, I like 30 yards much better than 20. Sir. All right. Because twenty yards, they are probably going to move and charge you, unlike.
3: Yeah, so, um, energy. Yep, energy.
0: Energy was uh, is another one of those utility. Uh, another one of the utility things that I wanted to make. Um, this one has. This one is the the source of the only counter spell in the game. Uh, first of all, lash. Uh, you create a whip of focused biotic energy that appears attached to your hand. You can wield the lash as a weapon using your intelligence energy to make attack rolls. You can attack targets up to three yards away, and the lash inflicts 1d6 plus willpower damage. You can also perform the disarmed stunt for one stunt point instead of two when wielding it. And you use willpower instead of strength to determine how far away the weapon lands. The lash lasts until the end of your until the end of the encounter, although you can end it earlier as a free action if you so choose. Did this, you a weapon? Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And this is based off of the water whip spell in Fantasy Age, so. Just replace Water Whip with Lash. Um Energy Cloak. You use Mass Effect Fields to defend against other biotics. You give yourself or one target within four yards of you a plus two bonus on all tests to resist biotic abilities until the end of the encounter. By expending additional MP, you can extend this benefit to more targets. Two MP per additional target up to a number of targets equal up to a number of targets equal to your willpower. If you have the energy focus, you can extend the benefit to two more creatures or alternately increase the spell's bonus by plus three.
3: See, uh, given that that one has a duration of until the end of the encounter... Yeah, that's, so that's, that's, the,
0: that's the third duration we've found of spells.
3: You could theoretically <laughs> cast it on one person. Um, and like Say I hit a party of six, you could cast it on one person and extend it to three. Then in, the, in your next turn, you could cast it on yourself and another uh, two people. And that would still, by that wording, that would that would, you could then affect the whole party.
0: I would say casting it again would cancel out the previous instance of it.
3: I mean, you could say that, but that's not what this says.
0: I mean, no. This is this is also straight. This is a, an ability straight from the book as well. Um, but <clears> I would, I, as GM, I would say it affects. You know, and I, that would that would be a GM GM call. I think most GMs would say when you cast it again, it cancels out the previous. In, in, in if case you action. want
1: to, you can add a line of text saying you can only have one energy cloak up. Uh, yep. Maintain one energy cloak at a time.
0: One instance of energy cloak at a time. Yep. Yeah.
1: Right. If you want to add that, then that's not a hard hard addition. That's. I mean, that's all right. A plus two isn't going to help anyone who does um
3: who doesn't already. Uh, who isn't like.
0: I don't know, I mean it turns a three into a five, which can make a big difference.
1: The plus two against touristic know, like, biotics is relevant.
0: Because like it makes <laughs> like for for a spell power eighteen, that means instead of having to roll a fifteen, yeah, you can now roll it gives a 13. You a focus. Like. That's yeah. that's pretty good,
1: actually. Except that it stacks with focuses. It's a quite a relevant bonus. Yeah. In a world line. where if if you have a character with a stat of two and no focus, you are not, and let's assume you roll a 10 or 11 because you know, that's well, what you're rolling.
3: If, you're, if you are encountering um, biotics at lower levels on a regular basis, like we weren't, it would probably be a lot better.
0: I don't know, even the biotics the higher, at the higher, because you guys were never, like, except for the really low rolls, when you guys, your average rolls were not too terribly far off when you missed.
1: I so, agree that plus two is very relevant. Again,
0: because, like, your av- average enemy that you saw had a. Thirteen to fifteen spell power.
1: The plus two is big in that range.
0: Like, in I the, guess in a thirteen to spell, in a thirteen to fifteen spell power range, that plus two can make. You it are
1: of, you are often jumping from needing a twelve on a dice to needing a ten on the dice, and the percentages you gain from that are big.
3: Yeah. Mm. All biotic abilities. Then, yeah, it's not terrible. Hmm.
1: I think it's decent if you actually ex- expect to p- encounter biotics that make you take these checks. Once you get the uh, the focus, you can give it the plus three. That's that's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Be that's also relevant.
0: Yep. Uh, next ability is energy net. Lashes of biotic energy spring up from the ground to grab and entangled targets in a four yard by four yard area within twenty <laughs> yards of you that you designate. Those affected must must make a dexterity acrobatics test against your spell So this is another one that's been pulled straight from the book, and I'm noticing that the the, the amount of detail they put into the into the description of spells differ from spell to spell. Yep. Um, those affected must make a dexterity acrobatics test against your spell power. Failure means the target is trapped and rooted to the spot for the duration of the encounter, though they can fire ranged weapons, use biotics, and take other actions that do not involve moving. Trapped targets can make... It's almost like they had different riders for each. Yeah, for, for, it's for, almost for like the that, entire isn't thing. it? Um, trapped targets can uh, tra- targets <laughs> can make a strength might check against your spell power as a major action to tear free of the ensnaring roots, ensnaring uh, net. I should have said. Um, anyone moving <laughs> through the, anyone moving through the area affected by the ability has a minus five penalty to speed.
1: Yeah, oh, this anyone? Is a good, yeah, anyone this is a very through, yeah, anyone, this is a very good you're, you're, example of you're
0: moving of... slower in order to not get stuck.
1: So. This is a very good example of how 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 different the descriptions for spells are this is a pretty yeah. re- pretty decently written spell
0: Like if you compare this <clears throat> to the lightning spells
1: yeah
3: so what this does again is I mean they can't move yeah they can do anything
4: else
0: yeah you just, you're stuck. It's a, it's the final phone. part about getting the,
1: like moving through the area affected by the peli has a minus five penalty to speed is pretty interesting. I think. I mean,
3: yeah, uh, how does that work? Well, it means if Titus wanted to run up and hit them, he'd have to take a minus five penalty to his speed. Yep. I don't even. Know, I don't know what minus five penalty to your speed is, but.
0: Well, my, your speed is ten. Minus five makes it five.
3: Yeah, but it's ten before you enter the thing. So if if I if.
0: So as you step like, into it, it goes from ten.
3: You to 10. can't move anymore.
1: Yeah, if <laughs> like, you I suppose it means if your line of uh, movement uh, would wait. How does it work? No, so, like, you step okay,
3: into, so, if you step so, into it, so, it with a five, say, then you just can't. Like you can't move into it. Is what that means. Yeah, that's
0: weird. Actually, no, you can. I mean, you step into it with a five. Your speed is now two, yeah. which means that. What
4: if you had a movement of? Let's no, say no, no,
0: you have a movement
1: of eight, and you decided to move take four yards, take move that eight across, uh, so that your movement crosses well, first the of all, area.
0: How do you have a movement of eight? Because of your armor, I guess. Like, say you're you're got army, army. Yeah, because you're, you're of wearing armor. heavy armor and you don't have armor training. Because you're you exactly like that,
4: that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay,
1: and you move four yards, and then you would move four, four yards, but at, at this point you have entered so the area. You,
0: yeah, you, you get a You've, you've entered five. the area. You've entered the area. You your movement fives. would
1: be three, and you've already moved four yards. So
0: then you can't move anymore.
1: Okay, just checking. Like
0: you cannot move. It, the effect doesn't happen until you're in the area. Like prior to getting in the area, you still have your full movement. You mm. Use that movement. Yeah. To, so you use that okay. movement to get into the anyway, area. this is now it's this lower.
3: is the this is the system, not us. Um, that's a, <laughs> yeah. That's a weird thing to have in the game, but yeah. whatever. Uh,
1: for the most part, disability is pretty well written.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Smash. Uh, you use your lash to attempt to intercept and break biotic abilities. This or, is a, the master a ability. ability or effect. Yeah, this is the master ability. <clears throat> to uh, break a biotic ability or effect within 20 yards of you. Make a casting test against the spell power of the target spell. If it is successful, you can spend MP equal to the original cost of the ability or effect to negate it. If either the casting test fails or you do not have sufficient MP to cover the cost, you cannot cancel the target effect. You can ready this so, ability to intercept biotic attacks on an enemy's turn.
3: Does that mean that in order to use this ability, you have to ready it?
0: No. No. You
1: because can. you can. There can you be existing to. by such as annihilation sphere or a debuff effect that yeah. is currently ongoing. That you are attacking with this, you are. You would. It's kind of a dispel effect. Yeah. Right. It's. It can. It can be a dispel. Or it can be a counter spell if you yes. ready it interesting so yeah, in that, that case this that is an case, exciting master ability not all of the master abilities are exciting but this one certainly is
3: yeah in that case um, so given that it it, inter- it like cancels out a, a one within 20 of you if you're using warp and it targets someone within that radius can you intercept that
0: uh, yeah, if they're within 20, if, if the target is within 20 yards of you, <coughs> the effect of the spell is happening within 20 yards of you, so you can stop it there.
3: Hmm. Yeah, okay, interesting.
0: It's, is... it's an ability or effect within 20 yards, not a caster within 20 yards, but a
1: I'm not sure the minutes. name is descriptive of the ability, but I like the ability.
3: <laughs> Smash is a different ability in, in uh, yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah, no,
0: Smash is a different ability in Mass Effect, but... It might
1: might need a different name, but I like the ability.
0: I just like the idea that you're smashing a biotic ability. (laughs) Yeah. Next is Enhancement. Uh, Enhancement, you use Mass Effect fields to boost the abilities of yourself and others. Uh, biotic focus: Your biotic power infuses the number of targets equal to your willpower. They must be within six yards of you when the ability is used, and, but may move, but may then move freely uh, and still enjoy its effects until the end of the encounter. Those those enhanced with biotic focus get a +1 bonus to damage When making melee and range attacks. You can designate yourself as one of the targets. Well, just buffing, buffing ability.
3: Yeah. Seems fine. Yep.
0: Uh, biotic orbs. You create biotic, biotic orbs that circle around and enhance a number of targets equal to your willpower. They must be within six yards of you when the ability is used, but may then free, move freely and still enjoy its effects. Those, those with biotic, those with a biotic orb enhancing them get a plus two bonus on the next ability test they take, whatever it is. If they have not used this bonus by the end of the encounter, the benefit is lost. You can designate yourself as one of the targets.
3: So you can't cast that out of combat. Or can you?
0: And depends on the GM. Uh, let's say, <coughs> I mean, uh, for me, yeah, you could. It's meant to be a combat ability, but theoretically you could use it whenever.
3: Hmm. Interesting.
0: It just wouldn't last forever. Hmm. Yeah,
3: that's... Yep.
0: Boost Field. Your biotic power enhances the swiftness of a number of targets equal to your willpower. They must be within 6 yards of you when when the ability is used, but may then move freely and still enjoy its effects. Until the end of the encounter, those under the boost field's effects gain a plus 1 to defense and a plus 2 to speed. You can designate yourself as one of the targets. Boost, boost, uh, Enhancement is entirely boosting. Um, and ins- inspiration.
3: No. Is, well, it's gonna take you a long time to get through all of the boosts that you want to do. The fight will be over by then.
0: I mean, I mean, one. I mean, if you want to do all of them, one, two, three, four rounds. Yeah, but if you want to do all of them, you are an enhancement focused mm. biotic. <laughs> that's all you do. Mm. Um, inspiration. You bolster yourself and nearby allies with biotic power. You and your allies within ten yards of you get plus one stunt point when generating stunt points. Inspiration lasts until the end of the encounter.
3: Oh, that's the least exciting one for me. The other ones are all much better, and I think
1: I'm not sure.
2: Well, I well, mean, what that means is guaranteed. what what
0: what, is, what inspiration means basically is if you roll six on the stunt point, you can lethal and mighty blow.
2: Yeah,
1: I think it's pretty good actually.
0: It's just plus three d six on your tech.
1: I
3: don't, I, I don't like well, I don't well, I have that's a more of an issue I have with the, the system and it the way it relies on stunt points and things. I don't. I'm not a fan of, of um, waiting for the dice it, to come it, up. It, it also
0: means that if you roll a one, you, at <coughs> minimum, you get um, you can get a money blow.
3: Mm.
0: So, yeah, it's not it, terrible. It, 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 cons- it, makes your, it makes your ability to stunt, it makes the stunts you can do slightly more consistent.
1: The the bad as as downside start. of this ability is that you have to remain I, within 10 yards of your friends to, to help them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, that's, and that's I, true. And This is, again, pulled straight from the book. I'm not sure if that t- is just templating incorrectly.
3: <laughs> well, it's, it's, they've templated it um, th- differently for every previous ability, so we have <laughs> yeah, to know. assume that's what they mean.
0: Uh, all right, phasing. You use mass effect fields to alter the state of matter. Phase dagger. A shard of biotic energy bursts from your hands, creating a blade of air and speeds towards the target of your choice within 20 yards, it and it inflicts 1d6 plus 1 penetrating damage. It just hits. There's no test. It's like there's uh-huh. no there's no test for this. It just can't. It's like guaranteed.
1: It's a magic missile.
0: Yeah, it is literally a magic missile. <laughs> Uh, face shield. Oh,
1: please tell me the face shield uh, blocks them, please. You and
0: a number <laughs> of creatures up to your willpower, within six yards of you, blend into your surroundings for the duration of the encounter. A successful perception seeing test versus your spell power is required to spot anyone concealed by this ability. Making an oh. attack gives away your position, oh. negating the ability's effects until the beginning of your turn.
1: It's definitely it does, different from what I expected. A it face does, shield.
0: It does technically block. It does technically block face dagger in that you have to be able to see your enemy.
1: Yeah, it's not what I expected to see when I saw phase shield, but.
3: I mean, it's it's like
1: uh, mass hide. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 pretty handy. It's a cool ability, sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, phase wall. You create a seemingly sturdy wall out of thin air within thirty yards of you that is ten yards long, two yards wide, and four yards tall. The wall does not impede movement in any way, but it does block all sight. Pushing through the wall is disconcerting, so the movement, so those moving through it, ha- uh, have their speed rounded down for the round.
3: What? <laughs> That's so strange.
0: It's another one pulled straight from the book. So,
1: Why would... Wait. Uh, Ten yards long, two yards wide.
0: And four yards tall.
1: Okay.
3: So you create a thing that you can't see through. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sure, why not?
1: It's pretty cool.
3: It's just, you create yeah. a wall of blackness.
1: Yeah, yeah, these seem cool abilities. Right. I'm not phase... sure how good they are in combat, but it's cool.
3: And phase I'm just step. passing that into the Mass Effect universe, and like uh... yeah,
0: <laughs> phase step. Using this, <coughs> well, using this ability, you can transport instantly from one area to another within 50 yards of you that you can see. To others, it looks as if you are engulfed in a Mass Effect field and reemerge elsewhere.
3: Probably because you are.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Huh. So, it's a blink ability.
1: Uh, but it... Uh, yeah, it only transports you. Yeah. It
0: only transports. I, I like, it the is,
2: what? I like right, that it ahead. describes what it looks like to other people, which sort of <laughs> implies that you're doing, like, a magic trick, like, smoke bomb, and then you just, like, run across. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. It looks like it was a massive effect field. You actually just, you know, <laughs> You actually just ran.
3: You were teleported um, by the Enterprise. Yep. <laughs>
2: Yeah, this is the master uh, ability. Yeah, that's, it's
3: not, that's not an exciting master ability. It's it's... Not,
1: I mean, I like this school. I mean, I think it's cool. I don't know if it's good, but I like it. Yeah, it's, 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 it's it allows you to do fun things. <laughs>
3: Just
0: blink on the field. It also is the. It's, it also, it's also the. I believe it's the lowest costing master ability on the list. Yeah, Possibly, at a cost yeah. of eight.
3: It's it's a, in other systems that's usually like a fairly low level um,
1: spell like the the teleport step. Mm. This right. I mean I would love lo- I would like to play around with the these spells.
0: Photokinesis. You use mass effect fields to bend light to your will. Uh Light is the first one. You use master Field to create a blinding flash of light in your hand. Anybody in a 10-yard race that can see the light must make a constitution stamina test versus your spell power or be blinded for three rounds. There must, be, there must already be some light source present or the ability does not work.
3: Blind your team. Nope. <laughs> you Moving on.
0: I mean, it's easy enough to just say, close your eyes, flash. Um, yeah, that,
1: that is an important distinction that a GM must make on how that works.
0: If you can see it.
1: Also there's a whole thing in
3: mass effect about um, like I mean, if, when you're wearing armor and stuff um, and if you have like photoreactive visors or whatever the hell you know like that's, that's a fairly standard sci-fi trope is that you give your spec ops teams um, flashbang resistant um, yeah why
0: it's a novice ability yeah All right. Shadowmeld. meld. Use mass
3: effect fields. It doesn't exist in the system currently. Is what I mean. That could be an interesting thing.
0: Uh, You use mass effect fields to deepen the shadows in a six by in a six by six yard area within thirty yards of you for five minutes. Anyone in the area receives a plus two bonus on dexterity stealth tests. There must already be some natural shadows present, or the ability does not work.
3: Like face shield, but not as good. Uh, Uh,
0: It's longer than face
1: shield. uh, It's You don't have to be... It doesn't have to be... It's not centered on you, and it's a wider area. Also, it's five minutes.
0: It's different from face shield. It's different. Uh, Laser beam. Uh you use mass effect f- fields to focus light into a searing beam of energy directed at a single target you can see. The target makes a constitution stamina versus your spell power. If they fail, you deal two D6 plus willpower penetrating damage to them. If they succeed you deal one D6 plus will power penetrating damage to them. There must already be some natural light source present, or the ability does not work.
1: I would like for there are multiple of these 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 uh, of yeah. these uh these should I say beam attacks? And I think yeah. they, they would all like to have plus willpower penetrating or one It would be plus nice if they had riders to them that increased, that made them distinct from each other, mm-hmm. instead of them all being the same with maybe adjusted MP costs and target numbers. Yeah, and
3: like
4: they... this
1: could blind the target or something. This
0: one, or no, could... this one, this one does have a lower MP cost and lower target number than almost every other version of this.
3: So. Hmm.
1: Yeah, but like they're, they're all essentially the same abilities, is what you yep. mean. Yeah. yeah. It would be nice if they weren't all the same. Mm-hmm. All
3: right, next is... In
1: fact, that one is actually the equivalent of Lightning Bolt,
4: which in is D&D, a D&D ability.
1: It's, in D&D, they are, there are such things, but in D&D, elemental properties matter, and in yeah. this game, they don't. Right. So...
3: Yeah, if um if the journeyman ability uh, if both of both these thorns is basically identical, then you know that they we could, we could add some like the the, the electric one, you could have it like stun the target maybe, or and this one you could have it blind the target, that would make some interesting differences. Mm-hmm.
1: Or yeah or slide them yeah. down or something. These yeah, are that. these are things that can be done. Yep, these are indeed Might things be. that can be done. All
0: right. Uh, Black Hole is the master of Fogokinesis. Use mass effect fields to create a miniature black hole that draws everything in a forty-yard area except for you towards it, friend or foe. Anyone in the, anyone in the radius must make a dexterity acrobatics test versus your spell power. They fail, they are knocked prone and drawn to the location of the black hole, taking two d six plus willpower penetrating damage. They succeed, they are not pulled into the black hole, nor do they take damage.
1: Uh, this isn't photokinesis. <laughs> <laughs>
3: This is, this not is the photonic. opposite of photokinesis. Oh,
0: photokinesis manipulates I mean, light. Could, this is condensing you could, light. You <laughs> could
1: manipulate. You could do a thing that resembles a black hole, but that black would only. Are- Black holes of gravity. I
3: know. Yeah, They're nothing to do with light at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could. I understand that you could achieve. Uh, you could do stuff to light with photokinesis that would resemble what black hole does to light. But you are not creating a black hole oh, with this, photokinesis. This
0: you are.
1: <laughs> also, that's okay,
3: not right. like. <laughs> draws everything in a forty yard area except for you towards it. Oh why except for you? Because this is failing
1: on so many ways.
3: Like yeah, but like how does it know you created it and why is it in that case, why
1: is it targeting your friends? <laughs> yeah, like this has multiple problems. <laughs> this is...
3: Um If they fail they're not prone and drawn towards the location of the black hole. Wait. Where do you create the black hole? Um, wherever. Wherever you can see. Okay. Line of sight. Line of sight. I'm on a spaceship. I can line of sight London. I
0: create.
3: Not because really, because you
0: can't actually can. make out London.
1: It's it, line of sight. I can see it. It's a forty-yard area. But you I'd can't
0: You can't actually see London. You can see the cloud. You can you can see the atmosphere of the Earth. You can't actually see London from space.
4: Okay, well, there's
0: there's still a limit. There's still a a limit to your vision. I'm
3: at thirty thousand feet, and I'm I'm on a plane. I can still see London.
0: Okay, at that point, yes, you can see London.
3: So I create as many black holes as I have mana costs.
0: Okay, you become a terrorist. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, if you if if like it was a yeah.
0: The same can be said of almost all these abilities.
3: Yeah, it's just like it's, it's a black
1: hole. That's that's crazy. I like the the ability is fine, I think, except that okay, except for the part where it says uh, it draws everything except you. That's odd. Uh, but I like what mechanically what it's doing. You know, it's pulling people closer together. But the but the fact that it's in photokinesis.
3: <laughs> what happens when they get
1: there to the center of it? That's uh, a good point. They just pile in. Good question.
0: Like, they basically, well, they pile basically, up. Basically, Well, <laughs> I mean, you can't because you can't occupy the same space. So, it, it like, if, if it's in the middle of a thing, then that area where it's at and the squares immediately around it are full up of the people that got pulled in. <laughs> so, like, you just create a big, you just, <laughs> you just condense everybody, and then drop Ooh, a fireball wow. on them afterwards. Speaking of fireball, next is power kinetics. Oh God. Um. Biotic I don't know torch. how I change
3: black hole, but I change it a lot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Biotic torch. You illuminate the area around you with a steady light similar to that of a torch. The ability to illuminates a ten-yard radius centered on you. Biotic torch lasts for one hour, but can be extended to for two MP for a, per additional hour.
3: So you create light.
0: Yep, you create light.
3: So basically, you could just take this and use it to activate mm-hmm. photokinesis. It's a wombo
0: combo with photokinesis. Yes. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Interesting.
0: Uh, Second ability, Flame Burst. Gouts of blazing fire erupt from your outstretched hands, burning nearby targets. The Flame flame Blast, Flame Blast, not Burst, is eight yards long and two yards wide. Anyone hit by the blast takes 2d6 plus 1 damage. Targets that make a successful dexterity acrobatics chest versus spell power only take 1d6 plus 1 damage.
3: Burning Hands. Yep. So,
0: the big difference with fire versus other uh, effects is fire does not deal penetrating damage, but it deals more damage on average.
1: It actually plus, does less, <laughs> less
0: nope. because uh, 2d6, 2d6 as for, as opposed to 1d6, like dice damage, not
1: willpower. It also doesn't add willpower, <clears> which <throat> no, no. is a big loss.
3: Yeah, 2d6 plus willpower for uh, laser beam, and um...
0: laser beams also a Journeyman, this is a novice ability.
3: Oh it's right, really okay. Sorry, um, I'll I'll rephrase that. Uh, 1d6 plus willpower from Reeve. Yes.
0: Yeah. At, at at early levels, will power at early levels. Reeve is doing one d six plus three,
1: one d six plus four. Penetrating. This is doing yeah, racing, yeah. This is
0: doing two d six plus
1: one. So average point point.
3: of uh seven, yeah. eight of eight. Uh, eight. Average, yeah, sorry, I was doing yeah. but, but by reduced by armor. Yeah. Yeah, but we're, so averaging actually,
0: so yeah, it's, average, it's averaging about the yeah, it's averaging about the same damage.
1: It's pretty close.
0: Just one. Yeah. Of this, Going
3: through armor. I mean, Reeve's got the, the healing thing, but that's, that's yeah. Yep.
0: And this affects an area. Alright, Inferno oh, Shield. Good point. You surround yourself with an aura of fire. Any adjacent enemy that makes a melee attack against you takes two penetrating damage. Inferno Shield lasts for a number of minutes equal to your willpower.
1: Ooh.
3: It's flavorful. This it's
1: good.
0: Punch you on fire.
1: It lasts for minutes. I'm used to uh, used to going going. Oh, it hey, it's only minute, minute spell.
0: Yep, a, another uh, yet another duration. duration. <laughs> See, there's more than one An amount of minutes. An amount of minutes.
1: Fire. So I'm to play, um, I'm sorry. used to going uh, going. Oh, it's only minutes for D and D spells, and in this <laughs> one, oh,
0: minutes.
1: See, <laughs> these <less> spells <laughs> in minutes is um like ten rounds.
0: Yeah, D and D spells is also
3: really long. Yeah. Okay. The one minute minutes of D fire is ten rounds.
1: Right. Yeah, but I want my D and D spells to go to go last for a day. <laughs> not...
0: <laughs> so ten rounds of combat. <laughs> the next ability is Firestorm.
3: I don't even know how long Inferno Shield lasts in this system.
0: Uh, you create an explosive firestorm with a four yard radius anywhere within fifty yards of you. <clears throat> Anyone caught in the area takes three D six plus willpower damage and must be knocked prone. And maybe knocked prone. And those who succeed a successful dexterity acrobatics test for your spell power, remain standing. Well, I the think the is, re- they're not
4: prone
0: or not. Uh, if they make a successful dexterity acrobatics test.
3: Oh, There's okay. That, and yeah. So it's just 3d6 possible power flat, then? There's yep. nothing else?
1: Oh. I, I think, think th- the radius is a bit too small. Four yard radius. Yeah. It's quite small.
0: Know. So it's a 4 by 4 area. So put max max I, people. Max number people you can catch in it is 4 people.
3: It's hardly Se- wildfire. <laughs> This is also awesome. um, this is
0: pulled straight from the book, guys. <laughs> I, I'm making a
3: joke yeah. as a magic
1: card.
0: Uh, what? You know, three D huh? six plus willpower, straight. No save against that.
1: Yeah, oh, wow. it's good damage. It's yeah. true.
3: It's not bad. Although, though. although armor reduces so. Yep. So let's say you what you usually get a master ability about level twelve. Is that uh, No,
0: level um nine. Eight
3: or nine? Nine, I think. Okay, level nine. So you get a master ability at level nine, and then you actually play... no, with
0: with, with adepts even earlier, with adepts even earlier.
3: Okay, so you could get this fairly early on and deal quite a lot of damage. Um, it's
1: decent damage. I, feel
0: like, I mean, like an adept, an adept, could get this by level five.
1: This is, what?
0: yeah, an wow, adept well, okay. could get this by
3: level five.
1: This is uh, this is a this is a, a assault carbine shot that uses willpower for its damage. Buttons. Oh yeah, an AOE <sighs> one though. Yeah, with a small AOE. A small yeah. AOE. Yes, that, that's, that's also what I figured. Has the, has the oh, it can but... also knock people prone. I suppose it's that's, good. That's
4: fair.
3: Like, I mean, it's, it's the, you're right, it's the equivalent of an AOE assault rifle. That's that, that, that balances it out. Like, that's it's a master ability, so for that, like, the, the AOE is, is fine. It's not exciting. Also, the range fine. is a bit it's, different. It's, also, the it's an assault rifle,
0: it's an, it's the rifle that never misses.
3: Yeah, yeah. Fifty yeah. yards is also a long range, so that's fine too. Uh,
1: yeah, it seems again, pretty
3: good. It's, again, it's one of those abilities that's not exciting, but it's functional. Mm.
1: Yeah. Next is. I group like group. how the fire <clears throat> fire thing managed to stay its own thing by not dealing penetrating damage.
4: Yeah.
0: Except yeah, with the exception of, with <laughs> the sole exception of inferno shield, but that's just because two damage. Yeah, but it only does two with, damage. Uh, yeah. And you're touching something hot. You're going to take a, you know... Alright, next is Repulsion. Uh, You use Mass Effect fields defensively to affect air pressure and repel matter around you. Uh, Whirlwind. You generate a whipping wind that circles around you and protects you from harm. You gain plus two defense versus ranged attacks. Anyone adjacent to you, friend or foe, suffers a minus one penalty when making melee attacks. Whirlwind lasts until the end of the encounter.
3: that doesn't make sense in Mass Effect. Just saying. Yeah. Mass Effect, you're firing miniature railguns at each other, which you know, fire yeah. tiny shavings of metal. There's no way that's affected by wind. This is not within it long enough. That's like using a magnet to block bullets. Well,
0: it, 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 it's not natural wind. It's biotic fields that are acting. That are you know, there's biotic fields whirling around you, not. Just wind, so the biotic field is what's generating. So, in power. order for
3: that to make sense, they would have to be moving at a speed that would literally tear people who are standing near you to shreds, like atomic shreds. Eh,
0: not really. Also, space wizards. I like how
3: you're yeah. trying to imply. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm putting a certain level of of um, sense on it that you know maybe I don't need to do, but yeah. it doesn't make a lot of sense if you think about it. <laughs>
1: Interesting. You gain plus two to your defense versus ranged attacks, but when someone is making a melee attack, they get a penalty. Yeah.
0: So it, it helps defend it helps defend you against both ranged and melee attacks.
3: But the person who's in range is who's in melee range with you is less affected than the bullets flying yeah.
4: towards you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes.
3: It's close Because that sounds like it makes more sense versus arrows. Right?
0: Uh, reject. You send a powerful blast of biotic energy from your outstretched hands. Reject is six yards long and four yards wide. Anyone caught inside it must make a strength might test versus your spell power or be knocked prone. Reject will also send light or weightless objects flying.
4: Ah, oh, Dragon Shell. Hmm.
1: This doesn't let's
2: do throw, what I expected. Ah, <laughs>
1: I expected reject to knock them back, not knock them, not just knock them prone.
3: I I, I also expected it to do that.
1: I don't like this spell. It's not doing things that I want it to do. (laughs) It's not doing anything, really. It's not doing much of anything. I want to. If I want There's to reject so many something, I, of want, I want them to. to them I want them to go away, not not go prone. Although yeah. knocking prone is is good, but just knocking prone isn't doing much. They I just mean, get back up also, and walk to you again.
0: It's also knocking multiple people prone, like it's Sometimes, four yards yes. four yards wide. So you have a two you have a two square Sometimes, you have a two square width, six yards long. So you got a three a a three square distance. You could theoretically knock six people down.
1: The play pattern that I want from Reject is to knock them back and then take a move action and be away from there. And with yeah,
4: this, like i out of getting their charge that. range.
1: Really? Or, or I might put, use Reject to push someone off a ledge, and I'm doing not doing that oh, either. Yeah. that it's it's like force push, but um,
3: I don't. And I'm not sure of of the. Um, <laughs> Okay, I'm going to do it again, but I'm not sure what this biotic field is doing. Where it's knocking people to the ground. Like, are you dropping a big biotic field on them from above? No, because that's not rejecting them.
0: Blasting them in the face.
3: That should that it's... should probably knock them back then. No,
0: oh, knock them, knock, knock, them off their feet. It's not knocking like it them back. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's. This is another ability that was taken from the book.
3: <laughs> Repulsion means that it repels stuff, so I would I would have agree with Zagrog and say that it should probably be a knock back rather than a knock prone, because that's just like flavor wise that's weird. And also mm-hmm. mechanics wise that's weird. Right.
0: Flare. Uh, you explode in biotic energy, blasting everyone around you away with a bubble of force. Repul... Repulsion is not the name of the spell. Uh, flare uh, throws everything within two yards of you away, a number of yards equal to twice your willpower. Anyone thrown this way must make a Constitution Stamina save, or take two d six plus or two d six plus willpower damage.
1: I dislike the name. Flare.
0: Uh, flare. Flare is an ability in the game.
3: Um. So this is what let's it does. let's context that out. Um. Average. Let's let's say level eight or something. So let's say, let's say a, a willpower of like four. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, so checking that so like, okay.
3: out. Uh, everything within two yards of you. Um, oh, eight yards. Goes eight eight yards away. So if you're stood next to your teammates, it throws them away as well. Yep. Yep. Okay. is this is, so,
0: this is uh, a this is a get the caster out of melee range.
3: Everything <laughs> is thrown away uh, eight yards. Yep. Yeah. Yep, eight right. yards. So they aren't knocked prone or anything, so that on their turn they can just come back and punch you in the face again. Which they could um, even if
0: they were knocked prone because 8 yards is in the long
3: distance. You, you know what I mean. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> saying. It's, it's, all, it's not a long distance. Um, it's not... Uh, they must make a t- constitution save or take 2d6 plus willpower. So you're damaging them a bit, which is good, but you're, and you're knocking them back,
1: which is not... I would like to get a little more yards out of it, but you can I take would- a move action after.
3: I, I personally would say that that needs uh, more distance and less damage
1: yeah I would like that
3: because that seems like it's not it's it's primary ability its primary um, thing seems to be like you say knocking people back it's not really doing that
1: Eight yards is, eight yards is a, uh, for a lot. You, a lot of people. Distance. Eight yards is within charge range. Yep. And, yeah. And, and, and your goal you... is to get out of charge range.
0: You knock them back, and you move away.
1: Yeah. Well, you then they care. can take their move and then charge. I mean, this that's... is
0: that. The, your, that argument <laughs> applies for everything, though.
4: Yeah, but
2: this <laughs> is
0: the school that's but... supposed to be
2: doing it. Exactly. This
3: is that. This is the school's job: is to get you out of that range. Right.
0: The master ability is Repulsor. You use biotic fields to fly. You gain a flying speed of 8 plus willpower. You must use the rules for flying found in Chapter 2. Basic rules though you retain your land speed while on the ground. Repulsor lasts for one hour, and you can extend it for up to five hours for a cost of 2 MP per hour.
3: Flying is usually pretty powerful. Can't get hit by melee. we um, oh, yeah. don't seem to have any uh, downside to being hit. So...
1: Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it's very wow! You it's cheap and... to cheap. It's very cheap to maintain. What if I what if I go pl- go prone and then cast Repulsor?
0: Uh, then you are flying. You
1: you're are flying, flying and her. you are prone for a while before you get
4: up. <laughs> like you're still, you can so, still touch the so ground.
0: If... You can like it just says uh, you retain your land speed while on ground. Like you can, you can still be on the ground with Repulsor.
3: Okay, so what if um, what if I like jump off a, of, uh, what if I fly and go prone?
4: Do, do I get the, the You can't the, really the, go prone oh.
0: while flying. Like if you're in the air, you can't really go prone. Go, you know, like the action of going prone is laying down on the ground.
4: Hmm.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah, that seems that seems pretty good. Like flying is always useful. Um, you can fly around over the heads of people. It it basically, to be honest, it makes um reject and flare basically pointless once you get yeah. it. Oh, no,
0: no, no. Well, now, now you can actually go to other places and then
3: flare and fly away.
1: The repulsor isn't very useful in tight con- uh, confined spaces.
3: No, it's not. Yeah. Um, but so so if you,
1: like inside if you cast, cast example, with space stations,
3: so you've got plus two to your defense uh, and you're flying means that you've got plus two to being shot at and you can't be hit in melee, which is nice. Yep. Um.
1: i like the school if uh uh, assuming the flare gets upgraded and it's i mean i wouldn't think it's broken if you make it four yards per willpower i don't think that would break it the
0: number of yards equal to four times your willpower
1: yeah i'm not sure if that would be even even be broken
0: which means at
1: minimum they're going four yards I, away. I don't at like. Maximum I don't. They're going. I don't like three yards because twenty-four yards are awkward. Yeah,
3: Twenty-four yards is not far at all in this system. Yeah.
1: It's not too far because you can run and stuff.
3: Yeah, and also ranged weapons exist, so it's. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, at
1: that at that distance, you can if you do that and if you knock him back like twenty fours. Uh, yards and then make a move action. For a lot of ranged weapons, you are outside their short range. That is that's good. relevant. This yeah.
3: dist- for a master ability. I like propulsor for a journeyman. Like that will be fine for flare. I think.
1: I uh, yeah. The exact yards, I'm not sure, but I wanted definitely wanted Something more than two yards. than that.
3: That's, that's nothing.
1: Two yards is definitely not much. <laughs> And that you can you can I mean the damage isn't as relevant. it's nice if it does damage, but I can do without that if I can I get a also, knock knockback effect out
3: of it. I would also have Project um knock them back uh, like a set number of yards yeah. yeah um I don't know how probably I don't know how many. um I don't know if I tie it to willpower though because
1: uh, reject this it's six yards long and four yards wide reject them by six, six yards. Yeah, that makes sense. That
0: sense. Yeah.
1: It's short, but it's a, a novice ability. It still has use, even with that shorter range.
0: All right. Okay. Moving on to telekinetics. The final, the final frontier, telekinetics. You use mass effect fields to move matter remotely. <coughs> Throw. You use biotic fields to fling a target you can see away from you. Your target must make a dexterity acrobatics test versus your spell power. If they fail, they are launched a distance equal to twice your willpower, are knocked prone, and take 2d6 plus willpower damage. The ability can be arced 180 degrees from the user.
3: See, when we played it originally, this was super overpowered, but now it's fine. Right.
1: Pull! Wait, works
0: like throw plus target
1: is pulled towards power you. damage? Yep. 2d6 plus willpower power damage on a novice ability?
0: Yep. Same, same, same amount of damage. That I mean, well, take, replace willpower with plus one, but the fire does.
1: Non, uh, non, non-penetrating. Oh, right. It's not penetrating. non-penetrating. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, pull does the same as throw, except in reverse.
3: <laughs> That's nice. Although... I like that they're the same of talent. That's a good thing. Yep.
1: Throw it does see actually. Throw does look like a bit. I'd rather throw people than whatever the fire ability is for pyrokinesis. <laughs> fire burst. Yeah. Yeah, I'll rather I'd rather throw them like. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> yeah, like throw is better for damage.
0: Well, fireburst fire burst affects more people.
1: Okay, that's fair. Fireburst
0: area of effect. Still, two D six
1: plus willpower scales well. Scales really well with your willpower.
0: Also, flame the specializations
1: burst... make throw a lot better.
0: Yeah. Also, flame burst guarantees damage. Throw does not.
1: Uh. All oh, right. Where is does it save? Oh, okay. Yeah, If, burst,
4: they, if, if flame, they fail to save, ah. if they fail ah, to okay. save,
0: they take one d one d six. But however, if, okay. Yeah. If okay. They, if they so
3: that's save, that's, that's pretty good as a throw pull ability.
0: Yeah. Whereas throw, if you if you miss if you if they succeed avoiding throw or pull, they don't take any damage. They don't move.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, Journeyman, lift. You use biotic fields to lift and suspend a target within sight. The target must make a dexterity acrobatics test versus your spell power, or be lifted off the ground and considered prone. This ability lasts three rounds. Yet another Three challenge.
4: rounds! <laughs>
1: wow. Hey! I find it interesting that the more power... It seems that some of the more powerful uh, effects uh, last longer.
4: <laughs> that yeah.
0: makes sense. You're spending more... Uh, you're spending
4: more than mean- that. ability. You know, uh,
3: you're not spending a lot more mana.
4: Yeah,
1: the MP costs are not much of a thing. I mean, they <laughs> are a thing, but but damn, technically, if you're going on that logic, technically annihilation field um
3: costs like ten for one round, like that's 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 I mean, more for less time. Like that doesn't yeah, make sense well. by that logic. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, us so yeah, left- okay. And then slam the master ability. You use Biotic fields to lift and slam target within sight. Target must make a Constitution stamina test versus your spell power. If they fail, you deal three d six plus spell power damage to them, and they are knocked prone. If they succeed, they are not knocked prone. They still take the damage. They from.
1: still take the damage. Yep. Oh, they still take the damage. Yep. Okay. Huh? That that needs rewording. <laughs> really? Okay. To be more clear.
0: If they succeed, yeah. they are not knocked prone.
1: I think right. it's okay. Uh, I mean, I think the wording might be okay just as it is. Um, so lift and slam. damage ability. Interestingly, this school the is pretty good for dealing damage.
3: Oh, it's absolutely good for dealing damage.
1: I'd like to see some
3: sort of interaction between lift and slam. That'd be really cool. Uh,
0: slam sort of already incorporates lift. Is the problem. Like you, the you, you can't really, you can't really. There's like even in the game, there's not really interaction between lift and slam. Yes, there is. No, because slam. It detonates. I mean, yeah, that's but that's any slam detonates any, any, lift. any and all biotic abilities detonate other biotic abilities in the game. Well,
4: no, all, some of them prime.
0: All biotic abilities detonate other biotic abilities if you if you if they if they interact. Like, mm. I mean, that's not. Yeah, you know, that, that that's a that's a that's a, that's a that's a factor of the game that doesn't translate well over to.
4: Anyway, game. like
3: my my thinking being there that they're already lifted, um, and so like well, do I mean, they t- if
0: if I if you're if you're considered prone, you fail acrobatics tests.
3: Yeah, but slam is Not constitution stamina. stamina test.
0: Yeah,
3: that's right. That's that's what Fall I mean. all damage.
0: Well, it's, a st- it's a stamina test because it's it's a stamina test because you're trying to resist falling to your knees when you get when you hit the ground.
3: Oh, so that's interesting because I interpreted it as you're being slammed, but you're staying standing if you make the test. Yeah. So uh, that could be either. Like, like you you're can, you're you lifting up and then slamming source. to the
0: ground, and then you resist. You like your constitution is your ability to not you fa- mm. not you know, collapse under the weight of the under the weight of the power, basically.
3: Mm. All oh, right. Well, either way, like um, lift is is fine. It's uh, a single target that is made prone, um, easier to hit in melee. Not that good for your ranged friends, but you know, whatever. Uh, slam, decent damage, master ability, fairly cheap MP. Um, yeah, thirty I mean, six not- plus willpower
1: destruction it's might not- be better for damage but uh, but artilleryness uh, is definitely, definitely seems feels like a damage school rather than utility
3: yeah you don't get a lot of utility out of it that isn't pull or throw um, yeah. so I, I'd like to see slam do something because at the moment it's you know 3d6 plus willpower that's not a lot.
1: Yeah, like that's, slam, it does decent damage. It's a, it's, it's single target. It's, it's a, yeah, but it. it's
0: guaranteed. Again, guaranteed thirty-six plus full power damage.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Not yeah. there's no chance to miss that damage. Even if they succeed the test, they still take it.
1: Yeah, slam is slam. Slam is more about just uh, slam is more about die rather than yeah. uh, ooh, I do this fancy trick. It is, it is. It's. It's just
3: sort of. Une- I'd like to. I'd like to see it do something. I don't know what. It's kind of. Yeah. It's just another one of those unexciting, bread and butter type things.
0: So that's the end of the biotic abilities. Uh, that's all of them. There's some of them still need reworking, but they're they're, they're
1: there. Um... I like the black hole ability. I really think it doesn't belong in photokinesis.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like his existence, though. <laughs>
0: Space wizards. So, uh we've gone through all the mechanics now. Let's go ahead and talk about the plot. So uh
1: Save the system oh yeah, for last.
0: I mean we can we can do do we want it to, like we have like forty five I'm not
1: this. sure which we which, which to do first, the uh, plot or the system. Maybe the plot because maybe we, we can have to totally get through the plot. We discussed it the other day.
0: Yeah,
4: yeah. We can yeah, the, the yeah, we'll just pretty, go through yeah. it. So yeah, it's uh,
0: the original the original purpose of this whole storyline, uh the, the my player is completely like just sort of like, Oh yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> Other direction. Um so the they, they started off as they started off as members of the Platinum Angels, which the idea that I had going in was that it would be this like really cool revenge story, uh, where, you know, you they're all part of this mercenary group and then you're betrayed from within by members of the mercenary company and then you you know, you, 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 you take that and you decide, well, you know what? Fuck those guys, we're gonna get back at them. That didn't um, happen. Yeah. Uh <laughs> the uh the so the the the, the uh the the original, uh, so at the beginning of the thing, the Tyrian frigate that you were all on, that was part of the, the, the Platinum Angels, was, uh, was taken over by, uh, Paladin Tyrion of the, of the, uh, of the Platinum Angels, who had sided with Cerberus. They, um, they took over, they took over the ship you were on, and were taking it to a dry dock to be retrofitted. Uh, you all ended up sneaking through the dry dock, and finding a ship, and taking off. And freeing uh, Zeon while you were there. Um, the the you, you you gathered some files from the computer that you guys once you got them you never went back to look at them again. Um, in the in those in those files was a list of all the people in addition to all the people on the station. Also a list of all the people that had defected to Cerberus from uh, from Platinum Angels and their last known operating location um which there were uh there were uh in total there was paladin Tyrion, slayer Matthias, fury gabriel who you guys eventually ran into again uh gene shaper ardale who you did run into but never got introduced to uh destroyer roland com uh, roland comrade petrovic uh demolisher codenamed nomad uh and shadow marcus deadeye nielsen
3: um, See, at least for my part, when the gigantic space station exploded that, that that ship was on, I assumed they were all dead.
0: Well, only only Tyrion was on that ship. Uh, all the others their their last known locations were elsewhere. Um, and it, like they, all that data would have been in the in the document. Like Gabriel Gabriel was on the Citadel. Uh our Do- our was on the space station that you guys delivered supplies to. She was the lady you talked to.
2: Um <laughs> yeah so I, I picked a fight with a Cerberus person anyway, and then just sort of left it
3: yeah. alone. Um uh, But I, I, hang on, I don't get it. We we spent ages trying to activate that plot thread. Like you how come you didn't go with it? Well,
0: yeah. You the, 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 by, I, by I the time you by the time you got to it I was already trying to hook you onto a different plot thread. <laughs> Oh, okay. Like, like by by the time you got to where where Ardali was, I was already trying to hook you around to working as a contractor. So. Um, Okay.
2: Well. So. So. Okay. So. I'll. Okay. Yeah. Now. Keep going.
0: So yeah. So yeah. These these like Tyrion was the only Tyrion was the only one of that list that was on that space station. It was on the ship you guys were on, Um, (laughs) and he 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 actually left before it blew up. So. he uh, so uh the, the, these this this the idea original idea was for you guys to like be systematically hunting down these guys and and, and going through them in Mega Man boss style uh, Oh thing. really? Um that was the That's or, interesting. That was the original idea. But you guys got a ship and decided to be couriers.
3: Well uh, how come you didn't so just a question how come you didn't um, give us a couple more missions to the Platinum Angels and introduce us to those guys in story first
0: because Good I didn't point. think about it yeah, I, think that's, I fell into the trap of starting in Media Res.
4: Uh,
0: and, and, yeah. And, and There's not well, really a lot yeah.
2: of emotional connection to these people. I said, I'll repeat what I said. I'll la- repeat what I said last week because we, for for the listeners, we discussed a lot of this last week after the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There was... We didn't have any reason to stick with the Platinum Angels. As far as we were concerned, we had we did one mission for them. Which I appreciate, like, we... Cause, uh, like, obviously, you had said you were at the end of your contract, you have been with them for a long time, but we as players yeah, didn't know that, and yeah, we're trying to there. wrap our heads around our own characters at that point because we're all playing new characters. As a reference so, point, Sen
3: asked us, um, do you guys want to sign back up? Sorry, just, I'll get back to you in a second. Um, who here, like, was going to renew their contracts and who wasn't? Uh,
2: uh, I probably was would
1: have. I, I might have, but I was worried about the implications for, the, for what it would imply with... The rest of the party and what would Titus yeah. have done?
3: What would t- uh, my question is what would what we, we, the entire campaign we we were actually fairly good at playing our characters rather than like meta gaming. Yep. Even up to the last yeah. fight where if we had meta game we could have won it fairly easily, <laughs> but um, uh, but we we were good at not doing that. So.
1: Actually, we um, could have not met a game, then played our uh, play played the combat better and done better at it.
2: but maybe, you know what I mean. Maybe like, but the point was we, we could metagame game. It I I knew that old thingy was it, right? Exactly. But nobody else did. So I mean, nobody, n- none of the characters did. So so, so so
3: who else? Uh, okay. to, um, did you sign up again or not?
2: I yeah I think I was looking at like one more rotation type of deal.
1: Yeah yeah. Titus so would have
2: continued. And what, what did yeah, Connor Con- do? Con- Connor would definitely have continued, but I was the same, where I was like, I am curious so why Connor. he is giving us this decision. Exactly. If we if we pick different things, then the plot just disappears. The whole thing just exactly. goes... Exactly. Yeah. That's down. exactly It was a very right. strange question to spring was, on us, especially considering it, it
1: didn't was a, matter at all. It was a fairly ob- obviously not relevant decision.
2: Yeah, basically. But it because, yeah, yeah Connor, Connor would have. Because like, of so, like so. In character, like we all signed like, up again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, but okay. So, like I said, we didn't have really have any. We didn't so have serious, any That would have been to... a
0: that would have been a really fun curveball. It's like, all right, you sign up and you continue on. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, yeah. But we, could like like I said, I we would
0: really
3: missions and built our relationship with the characters that were about to betray us. Yeah, like that would have been like, like yeah, really yeah. good.
2: Building, building that, even that though like,
1: would have made us go that way.
2: Yeah. Even though we're like, like the fact that we've been there, like apparently a year or however long the contract is, implies that we do have some familiarity with this. It's just as like there are a number of other explanations for us having been there for that long. Just like yeah. we could just as easily just be like, we hate this place, but it's the only work or whatever, you know. And yeah, And exactly. in fact, if you take that, players don't know that perfectly reasonable thing for us to go. Fucking A. These guys pay us shit. Let's go do our own thing, you know. And we hate this company. There was no yeah, reason for know, us to believe um, we didn't.
0: The, uh, the, the the that's failing on my part in, in a preparation standpoint. Um,
3: well, it's, it's that we, we we did we had like we had no attachment to the company, and um, n- there was no attachment building and nothing like yeah.
2: There was no like there we was as players no definitely attached didn't. to. Yeah, like we as players definitely didn't, and we as characters could you could easily write away the fact that whether we had loyalty to the company or not, there was nothing, there was no, I mean, There was not really anything that built up. It's like, like you didn't put anything in that would have said, look, the only reason you could possibly have done the thing that I'm telling you you have just done is because you had to love the company and therefore we would have to play it that way. But
4: yeah,
3: and that's fine. um, If you wanted to like, you could have very easily changed around the order the ordering of some of the missions, um, and giving us missions while we were still part of the Platinum Angels, and like built up, you know, the the ship as our like home base. And when you take that away from players, it's really it's like a, a very significant thing to them, and they will then go oh, and yeah. do ev- everything. It's like, like the big PM trick. If you want your players to do anything, literally anything, make them go anywhere, steal from them.
4: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. So, like, actually, that That's been... a guaranteed hook.
3: Because the second been you amazing. do that, they are in, they are on your railroad, going wherever the hell you want them to go. Like, okay, it's, I, it's it's like that, me. but emotionally. Yes,
2: I think you know what would be amazing is taking one of those characters you wanted us to hunt down and kill, and having them run us through that first mission. Yeah, one you get you give us a guide so we don't spend an, uh, like an hour in the bar and then talking oh God, to the yeah. lady and then all the other crap that we d- went through, and we yep. have we sorry well, maybe we still do that but we have a bit more. Of a bit. <laughs> you have you have you have a representative to push the story along when you You're need it. Like, hey, I, I have a control stop. Stick stop messing about yeah. <laughs>
4: so yeah, so this and was then if this, you take so this that was... person
2: and you you take that person and have them betray us and go hey you guys go and hang out down there and then send like a kill squad for us would be like fuck that guy we even go have them on the radio he specifically yeah and like, call us up and be like sorry guys ha 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 we would be like no 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 sorry guy, like, we're gonna instead of having him. a
3: character in the first mission have them like be on comms the whole time being like right are you got where you go uh, have you thought about this are you going to go here I think you know the yeah. the being like our, our mission
2: control that's yeah. possible but I was I was more I'm I was more suggesting it for the for the part where they betray us like the that's, secondary yeah. effect to me was the fact that you could guide us but then having that person who we have personally you know had some Built contact relationship with and with. fought with betray us that's a guy I want to fuck with.
3: Absolutely. But, that's more. We, that's um, we're then after. Whereas we didn't like. That's the first time we've heard any of those names, yeah. like in character and out.
0: Well, Tyrion, you'd heard yeah, Except he Gabriel himself and Gabriel.
4: You know what I mean. And Gabriel. Yeah.
3: Like yeah. The majority of those names are ones we haven't heard before, yep. and we we've
2: never interacted with. Yep. Yeah, we didn't have a reason to actually look at the files. Yeah, no, like, no. Like no, we no, had it's, the it's, files, because we were like, like yeah, this is, is this was, later, but... So this was
0: my this was my second time GMing a sci-fi game. Um, yep. first time GMing one in space. So, like, there's a lot of things that I came into this with an expectation of a, of like sort of a different genre uh going in and and it didn't work the way I thought it would. So, like a lot of a lot of this was just due to my inexperience as a GM, which I will own. So, um yeah, so that was that was the that was the original idea and and there are a lot of things I could have done and actually I I think I think actually looking back, I probably if I if I were to run this again with somebody else, like like with with like if I were to redo this campaign, it would definitely have started with a, um, a little bit more of a background with your relationship with the uh, with the Platinum Angels. Hmm. Like Just have a start,
3: yeah, yeah, hello, have start on the ship and go and get a mission briefing from some of the people. Say hello, interact with the crew. Yeah. Like make make the make it very clear that the ship I still, is home base. I st-
0: I st- yeah I still like the idea of like after the first mission everything goes shit goes 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 you know yeah shit you know, goes to shit um but like a little yeah, bit more time on the ship at the beginning so you guys actually meet and, and meet and you know talk to some of these characters and then definitely i like the idea of having one of them actually accompany you on the mission
3: because then yeah moving on like uh, we we actually were like right um when we were on the ship we're like okay we've run out of options we, uh, let's go to the bridge, because we don't have any other way of stopping this thing going where it's yeah, and, going. Yeah,
0: and this way you familiarize yourself with the ship a little bit more, actually. Like, you yeah. familiarize yourself with the ship, so then when so you come back know. to it, you know, oh, well, there's this thing here, here, and here.
3: Yeah, and also, like, when that happened, we would have been like, uh, you could have even used that part, because you run, you had all the NPCs leave. Um, whereas you could have had us like meet them on the bridge, and then had the villain monologuing thing, like that would have been a perfectly legit um, scenario. Like he could, you could have sacrificed one of those dudes and had him like give away the story, and then we'd have known what was going on, and we could have uh, reacted to it that way.
0: Yep. So all these missed opportunities uh, <laughs> resulted yeah, I mean, in. To be fair, a lot, I you... none sorry, none. Sorry about... a lot of it is Sorry, sorry. A lot missed opportunities on my part. Like not, 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 not. I mean, that.
4: a
2: lot of it's just that you sort of built a fairly realistic world, I guess, and, like, all of the alternative options, like, again, the, you know, there was a number of other plot hooks you said further throughout the story. There were perfectly reasonable reasons just not to do them, whereas, yeah. <laughs> like, like we were, we, you gave us a very free reign yeah. And we sort of abuse that by just going, well, let's just be kind of take care of ourselves and keep to well, ourselves, I, ourselves and try. I was to, looking and, for plot yeah. hooks the whole and, time. And, I was, and, I was
3: and, looking and, for and, stuff and, to do, and that's
2: fine.
0: It's like, 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 I like, I like, I like having worlds where you can have the realistic reaction to it. Uh, the difference, however, being because my, like I said, my previous experience is all with fantasy settings. Uh, in a fantasy setting, there's a little bit more, like by the very nature of it, there's a little bit more impetus to uh, to be the heroic, the, the hero. Even if you do still have that option of saying no, fuck this. Um, whereas in a sci-fi fantasy, whereas in a sci-fi or space setting, there's not really that impetus like built in. There's no real like, well, I'm the like like if you are a mighty elven paladin, uh, wandering the wandering the plains, you have this sort of instinctual say. You know what? I'm gonna go find those evil doers and kill them. Uh, <laughs> whereas if you're if you're basically a space gypsy, uh, you're like. I just want to make sure I have food and fuel. Fuck off. I um, guess
2: oh, maybe so. maybe the the mercenary thing wasn't the best place best um,
0: background Sorry, we... then as well because
2: yeah. like cause that's very much a well you're a mercenary because you're out looking for yourself you're not you don't have any ideological yeah you know reason to and do again, anything you are literally doing it because for the money.
3: On that score, I actually like I tried to build. Uh, that in like that, that was that was a, a that was a background that I had, uh, and I tried to use that one because it would have given you stuff to do, where you know that there was those Batarian slavers, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. That means if uh, since I can wants me to want to go somewhere, he can just give me information that you know these guys have been sighted in this area or whatever. Turns out, no, they were in the first mission. I fought them. That was it. It was over. It was done.
2: That's pretty funny. yeah.
3: I was like I was I was uh, whenever I build a background I try and put in at least one or two things that the GM can use to steer in a direction um and yeah, that I was, picking that I was, one I was, I was, I was like I, I well, still
0: had them and I was like I was thinking of ways I didn't like
3: what I could to could do after to that <laughs> I was like well Rotan's got no more motivation he's done
2: <laughs> he's finished <laughs> I mean on a similar dark note um for example, did anyone know that Sam had a family?
1: No, nope, never came up. No, it didn't come up.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. I wrote out a whole a whole thing for that if it came up, but nope.
3: Yeah, it never really came up.
2: Which sort of does explain
1: her names and things.
3: Yeah, actually it does.
2: <laughs> yeah, like there like that huh, is so built in why I, have a, she I had a question. Name. Yeah.
3: Actually, um, where when uh, Corvus was having that argument with the um, Cerberus person, um, what was the, like that was because you were already trying to get us onto something else.
0: Well, yeah. So the 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 and that was actually moving moving on through the the, 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 the next portions of the story. So yeah, we we'll, we'll get. So what happened after that? Um, so you guys left. Um, you you left Prometheus Station, and you uh, which by the way the remains of it were used to were then incorporated into the actual Prometheus station on the planet below, by the way. Um the planet that the planet that that ship was was orbiting is the planet where that whole uh experiment takes place in Mass Effect two. Um so hmm. after after that, um you guys it You guys went in and went to Omega to 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 clean up the ship and everything, uh, and you were sort of hard in on becoming couriers. So I started making up courier jobs, and I was like, oh well. And, and a lot of this I, because I because I had this previous story arc that I was now scrapping, um, and and trying to. That that's a big reason why it never came back up again was because I was I I had written all that stuff out and then it didn't work. So now I was adjusting on the fly and trying to create new story um which is why for a little bit there it was a little rough with the with the uh with the with the uh packages but i figured i figured while you guys were getting the ship fixed you could go for a little dungeon delve so I, i made up a really small easy dungeon uh for the uh for the vortra um, which you guys then delved into, got a little bit of combat experience, learned, so, you know, <clears throat> I, I was able to throw in fighting in a zero-gravity situation, um, which was something that doesn't come up in other systems.
3: So, oh, that's what that was.
0: Yeah, so that was, that, like, the whole vorture thing was sort of a dungeon, not only to occupy your time, but also to introduce you to zero-gravity fighting.
3: Oh, because I was, I was expecting that to go somewhere.
0: No, it, was, it was it was kind of like a tutorial dungeon. It was just it was something uh-huh. something something to do to kill time and also to introduce you to the concept of zero gravity fighting, which um, which
2: didn't actually come up again. I don't think Nope, didn't ever come never came yeah, up again. No, never came up again. Um, which is fine because theater of the mind stuff it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, it didn't it, like yeah. it wasn't so mechanically it wasn't relevant.
0: Uh, then you guys uh you guys got some packages. You started delivering them. You went to the citadel. Uh. The Citadel, so the Citadel was where I tried to hook you back into that storyline um, using Project Dragon as, the, as like the key uh, because I, I had this little rebellion that was happening. Basically, there were people that were uh, 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 biotics, biotic extremists that were upset with the idea of human experimentation happening on people in this service facility.
3: Sorry, Chrome crashed. Cla- Chrome
0: right. Right. Uh so uh, Waltim uh who was uh, the leader of these extremists, was, you know, somebody who previously worked with uh, the the uh, um, uh, Leon Limited, uh, which was the company, like, sort of the shell company that was the front for the research facility. Um, and he took over the facility in protest uh, to Cerberus, basically, but he didn't know it was Cerberus. It was protesting. He was, was protesting Leon Limited. Um, and so you guys, you know, just sort of stumbled upon the situation and you went in to investigate. Uh in, in doing so, you discovered that uh Leon Limited was a front for this Project Dragon thing, and then uh this was a handy way for me to get rid of Xeon and reintroduce you to, to at least to Gabriel. Uh and that I had them... So what was the point of Xeon? Uh Xeon he was just a MacGuffin. He he was he was something he was he was uh something to uh to give you an option for destroying Prometheus Station and also introducing him, um,
3: he could have. What was, he, like, what was his What was his arc? What was he there for? Because he just sort of vanished.
0: Yeah, well, he was he was there to assist you in to to assist in dealing with these uh, uh, dealing with specifically with the with the people from the he was he was a relic from the storyline that had been abandoned. Um, he, was, he was he was he was he was supposed to assist you with some of the more. Uh, with some of the genetic super soldiers that Cerberus was employing. Um, like, sort of be like a, a, a meat shield against some of their more uh, aggressive enemies. Um, specifically, he was there to counter Fury Gabriel, who was another uh, body experiment. Um, and uh, he did, because the two of them started fighting. And that was that was his purpose, Was to, his purpose was to fight Gabriel. Um... Oh, okay, and right, so like it reintroduced that to that, got rid of both of them and and you know that was sort of another maybe we should investigate this project dragon more if they're blah blah, blah, blah. but again, you guys no, it's a very a great, boom
3: it's a very video gamey sort of problem and solution created there, yeah <laughs> like you you basically created a problem and then fixed it,
2: yeah. So, so, okay, I was thinking about this the other day. That that exa- that fight, like where we, we helped, we got him to go in and then they started fighting. And we're like, this is way out of our league, let's leave. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. It reminds me a lot of, there's an episode in like of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's like season two or three mm-hmm. where um, uh, Xander's feeling really crap because everybody else can do like magic or as the Slayer or yeah. as a vampire or all that sort of stuff. And he's feeling real crap and so he's like hanging out on his own and then there's some big end of the world thing going on and all the other characters are in the middle of doing that like Willow's doing magic or researching and Giles summons like a spirit to help them and Angel and Buffy are like declaring their love and saying I'm going to sacrifice myself for you no I'm going to do it for you and all that sort of crap and he keeps running into them while he's like like doing this weird goofy little bee mission with um, <laughs> some zombies but it's all focusing on him and like and he's just running around the school being chased by zombies and you know, there's this whole goofy little thing and every now and then he stumbles into this like world-ending plot thing, but you only see, like, a brief glimpse of it, and then he's, and they're like, no, please leave, you're gonna get hurt, and he's like, alright, fine, and leave. <laughs> and, like, at the end of the episode, they're like, wow, you don't actually get to see the end fight, but it's implied that there's an end fight, and they won, and he's just like, they're all like, wow, that was amazing, it's too bad you missed that, Xander, and he's just like, yeah, and because they didn't realize that he had stopped, like, a bomb going off or something. That's what it felt like doing this thing with, like, Gabriel and Zayon is like, we keep <laughs> This is a bigger thing, but that is way not something we can help with. So we, need to, we just keep going and it just it's just the background of the rest of the, us goofing around. That's what it ended up yeah, being, I yeah. Kept, I
3: kept getting that impression, which was that like this stuff is too big for you to deal with, so go ahead and do something else. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you left the Citadel. Uh, went, and, and went to Palavan, did some more missions, um, then you went to Amon uh and Amon I, at this point I was still trying to figure out what I wanted you guys to do cuz I had no idea what I wanted to do anymore. Um
2: was Amon the um rural place yeah,
0: yeah, it was the the okay. the Terrian Turian, uh colony. Uh so you went to you went to you went to Amon and uh I decided that I wanted to throw you guys at some uh uh, well, actually, uh, prior to that, actually, prior to Iman, uh, you went to, uh, you delivered to a a space station, which ended up being a service station where you met Ardali. Uh At this point, I really wanted you guys to just be military contractors, because that would be an easy thing for me to throw missions at you while I figure out what to do next. Um, <laughs> and that, that was the whole purpose of that was, here, I have a steady supply of missions I can give you so that I can figure out where I want this thing to go. <laughs> Um, well, because I
3: was expecting, um, at the very least, to have the alliance contact us and, and tell us that they like ready to strike force and that we were going back to that station because you set it up, and then I was like, uh, you were going to, oh, okay, you were going so we're, to, we're was... never going back there again.
0: It was coming up next. Uh <laughs> it was that was coming up next. Um, that was going to be like the the last portion of it. Um, okay. So you 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 went to that station. You reported that you reported that station's location to. The Alliance. They said we'll get back to you, and you you joined up with them as contractors. Uh, then you went out to, uh, then you went out to, Amon and I, at this point I wanted to introduce you to fighting non-standard enemies. So you fought some lurkers, um, and uh, it was like the the idea behind them was, they're enemies that don't attack you in normal patterns. Like they 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 don't. It was like prior to that, everybody you had fought had been a human humanoid. Uh, with a gun and armor and cover uh, and except for the except for the uh, except for the Vorcha, uh, And so these guys were sort of a, a monstrous enemy that had a non-standard attack pattern um, Where they would they would burrow and then come up and they would follow you and they were intelligent and that they used They used trimmer sense rather than actually seeing you um, Which you guys you guys adapted to you guys had really interesting tactics that you took into that and it was it was fun um, So you dealt with that then after that you were uh, scheduled to come take out this pirate hideout. Uh, in the Cup of Verge, which was yet another dungeon run. Why well, I, I wanted to I wanted to test out this was this was me wanting to test out different builds that I had for, for similar uh, archetypes. So you guys fought a couple of different types of soldiers. Well, you fought guys with shields rather than guns um, and melee weapons. Uh, it was also where I wanted to give you guys some new gear. So this was where you found the Destroyer Exosuit, Power Gauntlets, Sniper Rifles. Um, found some more batteries and MetaGel. Um... And where you found your fighter. Uh you it's also where I had you guys fighting a smaller group of adepts just to see what, you know, uh how these other abilities other novice abilities worked out and well, turns out warp's really good. Um Yeah. So you guys fought them. I also this is also where I wanted to have you fight some vanguards so you could uh, so you could see some alternate tactics for vanguards. Um
3: Then Who with the Vanguards. The the, Kro-
0: the Krogan. The Krogans with hammers.
3: Did they do any biotic stuff? Yeah, they were. They yeah, yeah
0: they, they biotic charged and slammed and Nova'd. <laughs>
3: oh, but no, but not like other abilities.
0: No, no, no. Like they they were there was like melee attacks, but no, um, no, they, right. I don't think they had any actual other biotic ability they didn't use. Um, you also fought some engineers, and this was also where I gave you guys the fighter, so we could try out some space combat. Um the the next area because I, I was I was I was going through a list of things that I needed to try out before we ended the playtest so um, the next area was a uh, you were you were uh, assigned to a group who went to fight uh, who went to destroy the server's command post which would have led up to the final uh, confrontation at um at uh the Cerberus station which was going to incorporate uh 0g gravity uh and you know out outside outer space because I, I, I had this I had this uh, encounter planned for fighting along the outside of the space station to breach it
2: wow that would have been very interesting actually um yeah, yeah actually yeah. I, I, I
0: had this I had this encounter planned out for you actually scaling the outside of the Cerberus station to breach it at a higher level uh than where the docks that would were at cool. Uh, and then having to face off, and then at that, at that point I was going to have you face through the the the, the various the, the the other named enemies that were there, um, and just go through the line and and, and take them out. Um, but this this was sort of like a precursor, just to set you up with a little bit more uh, backstory and then sort of um, more non-standard enemies, um, and you know trying out new things uh, for me as as a playtest. So you had the space battle, which I think went well. I think the space battle went well.
3: Um
4: yeah, it was fun.
0: You guys. I mean, uh,
3: let's be honest. Like, uh, Corvus and I had very little to do, and we kept getting forgotten about.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you still so had yeah. you still had things to do. It just wasn't a lot to do. I'm still trying yeah. to figure out how to make it exci- how to make space battles fun for people who aren't the pilots. Um, like, it,
1: it didn't help that Sen kept forgetting them. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I was tired. I was really tired. Um, so that happened. Then you went down. Um, you could have nuked it from orbit. Uh, the, yeah, the, could you, you could have entirely <laughs> nuked it from orbit. Um, the, the reason they went down, what was, was the reason they had, so they had in their fighters, they had high explosive charges that okay, they were yeah. going to go in, plant inside and blow it from the inside out to make sure that whatever was, in so two, what, because they didn't what
3: prevented them from contacting us.
0: Uh, so they just didn't think about it. They just, they, they were, they, they, they were after the destruction of all the ships they had these standing orders um the standing orders was you know destroy go down infiltrate facility plant explosives get out blow it to
3: hell how were they planning to leave
0: uh in their fighters and then what at that point they would decide like at, at that point they were going you know, like, to radio <laughs> in and say hey or if you guys were still there say hey can you give us a ride um but wow. they, they, they had a they had a set number of actions that they were going to do it um, that is actually the not no, they, they, they weren't... They, they were designed to do a, a thing. They were not... They're, they're just, nothing, yeah. they're just a, a background to the story.
3: I assumed they'd been indoctrinated or some crap because they were doing such stupid things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just had poor orders. Um. So they they, they went down. You guys followed them. Uh, and the this entire fight was set up with two factors. There was at the beginning of the fight and at the end of the fight, there were two indoctrination points. Um... The the I, I had the first indoctrination point would summon the husks and the and the mech. The second indoctrination point would be after the husks and mechs were dealt with. It would go off again. So there were only ever two times it would go off. And if you destroyed the if you destroyed the light orb before it went off the second time, then it obviously it go off the second time. So
4: about that,
3: um, it would have been really useful if you'd set up <laughs> some way for our characters to have figured that out.
0: Well, I figured that uh, Sam behaving weirdly, going up to the light orb and then touching it and st- and not doing anything we were, for a full round. Like we Sam were busy.
2: Said, yeah, but we're, Sam Next to nothing in combat anyway. Yeah.
3: We were in a uh, fight. Like the, There was other the, things going on. Our the, characters were the, otherwise occupied. So
0: the husks didn't come until after she touched the orb.
1: Also, yeah. only one of the other characters was in the room at the time.
0: Yeah. 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 You guys had so not, but
2: but yeah. So she she touched the also orb. also also um. I didn't realize that it was actually something I was touching, not just like oh I'm gonna stick my hand in this weird sphere of light, like, not like an actual ball.
0: Well, yeah, it's it you were yeah I didn't get it by that point, but yeah.
2: Yeah, but oh, I, I don't remember, remember, like, it, so at that point I was like thinking, oh well, there was nothing to shoot, or break, or anything. Yeah,
0: you know, there, was, there was a thing inside the light. Uh, um, I, I, I may have just not described it correctly or
3: or well.
2: Oh, well, like I said, Sam has a has a has as a character, just acts <laughs> kind of weird sometimes. Anyway. Yeah, so
3: that and it's per, it's perfectly reasonable for the rest of us to assume that she's doing something like hacking, trying to hack something or gather no, no. information it, or it, it some is, sort of it, thing.
0: That's perfectly reasonable. So they our mentioned. characters had.
3: Our characters had no way of knowing. Like, if, if if I had been setting that up, I would have set up something that would have shown the characters that that thing was dangerous and, like, had it glow brighter when the husks appeared or, like, um, have, like, a, t- a tendril going between it and Sam that's, like, hard to notice, but you can see it if it's, you know, like, you have a chance to notice it. Yeah, the fact that they like have something that... No, like,
1: like there was literal no reason to expect that the light was something to, we could interact with. That's that's poor description on my part.
3: As players, we know that indoctrination is a thing and that... Um, well, some of us weird do, glowing Sorry, light Some of us know.
4: Um,
3: our... Yeah, uh, uh, well, that's to be fair that the weird light orb was a f- like a pure fabrication on Sense Path. Like, it's not in the games anywhere. Um, no it's just what a cool what way I mean,
2: yeah. That is a thing where it's like it's it's like the glowy red weak spot on a boss. This this is a thing as a video game player and, as and a actually, game
4: actually, player.
2: I know uh, what he's talking
0: about. Uh, so. To correct you, uh, they're actually the, the not, not only do the glowing light orbs exist in the game, um, they are also based off of another instance that is the source of their indoctrination power. Uh, the uh, Leviathans the Leviathans that the uh, original Reapers were made from had these uh, Crystalline orbs that they could extend their presence and willpower through to indoc to mind control uh, creatures um, uh, The guests the geth in the first game set up similar spheres of light uh, that they used to worship which were uh in in the lower background were basically they, they worshiped them as connections to the old machines which were the reapers that's what the light Orb was based off
3: of oh okay i never <laughs> got that okay well any so in that case none of us had any idea what it was or why it was doing that um and we had no way of figuring it out
1: yep
0: uh but no i i i, I you know the, that was a i i figured I thought I had put up in put in enough detail as to that was being said. That, that's you know that's a problem on my part. So that's a that's a that's a fault on my part. Um,
3: the uh, well, we, we were we were sort of sticking quite rigidly to what our characters knew. Like yeah, we were no, we were very much playing in character the whole time,
0: and that was fair. Um, you finished the battle with the huss and the mech. Uh, the the door that uh, the the door that um, Sam ended up next to. Uh, if you had gone through that door, you would have found the remains of the strike squad and their explosives. Um, hmm. And uh, you guys See, left and nuked for a new control orbit.
3: Just again, like I would have had us find the remains of the strike squad first, and had um, like had it been obvious that they killed each other. Yeah. Like literally, just that one change makes that whole encounter so much less designed to kill us.
0: Yeah, that's right. I should. I probably should have had that happen in that room rather than in the next room. Because that, thats why. That's what had happened was that they got indoctrinated and killed each other. But exactly. it, it happened further yeah, in. That's what,
4: that's what
2: happened. But that's we had actually, no way that, of figuring that it out. That would have be been a really good fight. Is finding them in dead in the room.
0: Yeah. Like Absolutely. Because that, uh, then the- that's something that I could have done. Again, that, that's a that's a misplay on my part.
2: Yeah. yeah I, I, we just sort of you know people things that also look like this is a feedback because you're going to be I assume you're gonna be writing things in the future although not yep on this really <laughs> minor
3: uh, minor changes that completely alter the uh, the makeup of the of of the encounter yeah no, just it, by giving uh, players a bit more information yep Or oh, sorry true. giving the characters more information that yep. is
0: that's is true so yeah uh that was that and well, that was the end so that was that was last episode uh like i said next episode if you guys had made it through that um, it would have been going to that server space and, and this, this uh, epic uh, side of space station scaling event.
3: Um, and I would have got to fight someone that didn't have a resistance to armor penetration. Yep. <laughs> God damn it.
0: It was coming up. God damn it. It was next. Um, and so with, with with the death of Rotan, we, uh, we decided that that would be the end of it, mostly because, uh, again, I had tested everything I needed to test. I uh, wanted to test, um, and it just it felt thematically appropriate to stop there. I agree. Well, interesting.
1: Although, mm-hmm. even yeah. it, although now that I hear what there was in store, I I feel bummed that we didn't get well, the, there. The, but the, it the was, business, I feel like, w- there wouldn't have yeah. been there
0: wouldn't have been any way. Really, you guys would have been like 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 so drunk it wasn't even funny. So
2: it wouldn't. Yeah. The, the, I know. The interesting yeah. thing, the interesting thing is that it actually um, having him die sort of the first real emotional hit that we had. had. Like like I said, we when all the other examples where you tried to set up something where it's like you guys should care about this, we kind of just ignored it or avoided it. Whereas it's like the first time it actually something happened where it's like, Wow, that oh. was actually super heavy and like I, I felt I feel at least like for my character lost... I was like,
3: wow. I feel like it lost some of its impact because it was so super avoidable. Like, uh, um, well, if, we, yeah, but, if, we, if we if we if we if we like had any contact with the strike team and been like, hey guys, wait, you know, honestly, like, I think that actually makes down. it better. We're coming to like, it's it's the unbelievability of that that sort of takes something away from it for me. I think it
2: actually makes it to me anyway. I I felt that actually sort of made it more. Um, like, like the, the fact, fact that it was it, avoidable, yeah, unintended consequences, right? Yeah, because we didn't make a, we made a bad decision, but it wasn't like obviously bad. We did something, well, we it went through, a, and we paid the price for it. And that, and it, it that was
1: yeah, really heavy. It was a decision was
2: based, based on characters on the and
1: the. the unit the the encounter ended up set up in such a way that if we play our characters uh, correctly, this is a likely, likely uh, end result. Result, yeah. Yeah. Just the fact that characters Something like the, that was going to happen. The lack of information they had meant that it was very likely that there will be casualties.
3: It was either Sam or me, put it that way.
1: Yeah. Someone was going to die because we didn't know.
2: Yeah, but that was like in the context of like the real world or whatever, that happens. That's a thing, right? Well, you you make yeah, yeah. your decisions that seem okay, maybe they're a bit sketchy, and turn out to be much more consequential than you thought, and you just something you screwed something up and you we paid a price for it in this case. And sort of like I said, that's at least to me, that was I was I was okay with the idea that it was like
0: also there's the fact that like if yeah. if, 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 if Corvus's rolls have been a little bit more consistent <laughs> or a little less consistent maybe uh, you could yeah. have very you, easily you gotten got out of got there got plan with no deaths. Yeah. Um, like you've,
3: yeah. got a, you've got to plan. You've got to you've got to plan yeah. for that happening because whenever you're rolling dice that's the possibility oh, yeah. whenever. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like, cuz yeah. the, 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 the the so the, I, I can tell you now the TN for indoctrination uh, starts at 15. Then, every round after it, it goes down by two. So it goes 15, 13, 11, 9. And in those four rounds, Corvus rolled 14, 12, 10, 8. Yeah,
4: but, okay.
3: Like, theoretically, you could have built in uh, a system whereby, like, if something like that happened like say you could have had it set up so that if you are to take down like if you do take down another character and put them into like a, a dying state you could have had them like ha- have a bonus of snapping out of it because they've just hurt someone that's ostensibly their friend like yeah, no, that's pretty true. badly
0: that's, that's true. and i that's that's something
3: great i didn't think about that's true that, um, that would have changed that completely that's true. Um, and that's like I didn't like, think and like yeah, a we talked about like to do it
2: it only happened really because we ruled it ruled this the dual attack as a coup de grace as opposed to like you could have done that as treating it both parts as one attack. Then, yeah, exactly. And then having me not target some not target him. And like which I mean which effectively that would make it almost impossible for me to actually kill anybody yeah. unless I killed everybody. Yeah. Which is entirely possible yep. because with I mean, a negative and- two willpower that's
3: yeah, you could have also ruled it that once uh, Corvus's character saw that Rotan was down and no longer a threat, he you know tried to find Antitonic. Like it's because Antitonic's character went invisible, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, oh no, well I mean, that... yeah,
2: that helps.
3: If they hadn't gone invisible, then you wouldn't have had to target both attacks on Rotan, and you probably wouldn't have killed him. Yep. Um, so like. <laughs> There's a there's a great many many things that could have been done or differently. If you had, or if so that your perception roll happen. had
0: been if your perception roll had been higher and you had seen oh, yeah, it through yeah, the yeah, visibility. Yeah. you know, it, there's, a, so there's like, there's, like was, there's a there's a number of hinge points where that could have where any any number of things could have happened that would have changed the result of that.
3: Like had I been running that, I would have literally just had whenever you like did more than X amount of damage or took someone down, I would have had you either roll or just snap straight out because you know like, I like to thing, think but... there's a um, there's an inbuilt thing in humans where um we would have, like become some part of your brain would be aware of it and be like hey what the fuck eh. mm-hmm.
0: uh, I, maybe but uh having seen in how indoctrination works previously like heavily indoctrinated people don't react like that though like Saren. yeah, S- no, Saren was only lightly indoctrinated over a course of time, and he was even he was. No, he was heavily wasted.
3: indoctrinated. He, he he was part he was part Reaper. Well,
0: yeah, by the end of it, but at the beginning he was very different. Um,
3: um, and then, he,
0: however, the, he, he, the, the matriarch. Yes, he did. The matriarch. He's still there. The matriarch was completely under his control until she was dying. And again, you know, looking at the uh, the the assistant to so in in Le- in the Leviathan DLC of Mass Effect Three, the assistant uh, to the the doctor, the scientist that's helping you find Leviathan, shoots and kills the doctor, and then turns to shoot and kill Shepard, and doesn't come out of it until after Shepard's knocked him out, because that's a yeah, that's I mean, a fast because the way it works is the faster the indoctrination is, the more powerful it is, the less free will the indoctrinated person has.
3: And that's fine. Like, and that's acceptable.
0: It's, it's like it's like because it happened instantaneously, you have basically no free will. Uh, I mean, you, when, like, you can play it that way,
3: but what I'm saying is that it's, it's up to you, that it's into how you wanted to play that. Yeah. So you and you, I you don't. I,
0: I, also, sacrifices. as a GM, I don't like artificially removing lethality from a game. I don't like having. Uh, I don't like there. I don't know how no artificially is, That would be. I don't like there being no risks. No risk of death. And like you're you're like like at, and that's a GM choice. Not all GMs are like that. Many GMs are different. Uh, the at that point it's a it's a call of do I want there to be a chance of you dying? If I don't, then Although yeah. If if if, it, if, if if I don't, then yeah. As soon as he puts you down, he snaps right out. Uh, but it's, like I, it's
3: more I, a call of um, whether at, you think it's at, uh, like at, worth ending the campaign at that point.
2: Or not? Well, at, well, at, at that point, I we didn't know it's... we didn't know it was an e- a campaign anything until after. Yeah, anyway. uh,
0: we didn't make that decision really wrong. until the end. Like, like it was, it was close enough to the end that it wouldn't have mattered one way or the other. Um, like I don't, I, I, I personally, him dealing both attacks to you was is a GM style choice. That's not like a, that's not like a storyline okay, thing. So I do that's just a. That is the thing where I'm like, yeah, As and if that happened in like D&D 5th Ed or, or any other campaign, okay. if somebody was under control and that was going to happen... So
3: let's go back to the first mission. Rotan charges into a room full of explosives. The explosives detonate. Yeah. And then for some reason, there isn't anywhere in any of the rules, he gets a dexterity check to avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> because
0: it <laughs> sounds like you that's didn't, a different style. You didn't really avoid it, though.
3: I did. I I No, okay, you still I, took I, um, damage. Yeah, but I didn't die outright.
0: No, you didn't die outright. You took one hit.
3: I would have died outright if I hadn't made the check.
0: You, you no. didn't get no you the went you went, to you went to bleeding. You went to bleeding. the here's the, 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 the difference. The difference is in that first mission you didn't get coup de grace.
3: Wait, so hang on, the only way you can die... So when that space station exploded, everyone would survive because they didn't get Kudegrad?
0: Well, no, because then after the explosion, if they weren't saved, they were in the vacuum of space and were therefore taking more damage and got Kudegrad. So they survived the
3: explosion?
0: Not necessarily, no. Like, it depends on how much damage Right, that's what I'm saying. An
3: explosion is a large amount of damage. It was a room full of ammo.
0: Yes, and you did not take enough damage to instantly die.
3: But if I failed... the So so, what was the point of the saving throw?
0: If you had failed the saving throw, you would have taken enough damage to instantly die.
3: Right, that's what I was saying. Yeah. But there's no rule that says that saving throw exists anywhere, so why did I take the saving throw? Well,
2: because uh, there's no really
0: the rule actually, that says that... There exists, that is a rule well, that says that saving throw exists. There is a rule that says that you were in the middle of an explosion. There's the GM the GM's up. The GM has the ability to give you a reflex save to get away from an explosion. You were in an explosion. I was in the middle of it. <laughs> yes. If that you get hit that... in, in D, if you get hit point blank with a fireball, you can still dodge it and take no damage.
3: You, no, you can save for half, can't you? No, if you
0: have evasion, you can dodge it Keep and take going, no damage. Yeah.
3: Oh right.
1: The default like, choice is
3: save
0: at
4: the, for half, at, but...
0: at, at this point at this point it's a mechanical game. Like <laughs> Like you're, you're you're my
3: you're... My, po- my point is that like the other people in the room didn't get to take that save um they just died
0: That's well, because they were <laughs> in
1: i think the the choices were reasonable it wasn't particularly say you could the have, DM you, saving the character you
0: could have died if you had rolled poorly you yeah. would have died on that first mission yeah, yeah. Like, I, I will tell you that right now if you had rolled poorly you would have died right there
3: I'm not sure that I'm a, a you know, because that, that was me playing my character. Like, yeah, and you put those enemies there knowing what my character backstory was yes, and with a fairly reasonable prediction of how I would respond to it. I'm not sure that that's something I would try and do in a game. Like, oh, look, here's a room full of explosives and this character has every reason in the world to not care and charge in. Let's put those two things together. <laughs> it that, out. that seems like poor planning.
0: Or, or the best planning. You wanna kill a character off in the first mission? No, I don't want to. Uh...
3: I'm lost then.
0: <laughs> that at that I point, don't understand. It's, it's your character. It, it the, 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 at that point it comes down to how dumb is your character?
4: <laughs> he was like, not smart. Even
0: even even with the rage of the machine behind you, there's still a, like even <clears throat> barbarians do not jump into a fireball.
3: It wasn't a fireball, it was a room
0: full of crates. Yeah, it was <laughs> a potential fireball.
2: It's a room full of
3: crates.
0: Anyways.
2: Um, if it makes you it. feel any better, Navarro and I added all the relevant statuses to Sam. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, uh, the little icons thing. Uh, oh. Drunk, heartbroken, crying.
0: Oh. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, do we want to touch on the system, or do we
1: want to? Wrap up? Uh, I would like to mention this briefly in case I didn't sharpen what? enough earlier. The system not having—it relates to the system. Partly relates to the system not having critical success. The defense system is kind of broken.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't the, like the system. Put it that way. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's not average weird. characters are, are, going, are going to have uh, average defense, which is fine. It's not difficult to break the system with defense. Titus is not per, is not one hundred percent optimized for defense, but he is optimized for defense the way he can. And, and he's he have... he not, and he's quite untouchable yeah, for when, a you have, lot of enemies. When you, when he's basically functionally invincible.
0: When you're when you're full on defense, I have to roll perfect to hit you.
1: And that's not well. Me rolling, me. I'm at 21 before, and I'm not fully committed. Yeah. When I fully, I can be up up at 25.
0: Yeah, that's why that. When when you roll 25, there are are times when I have to have.
1: And I
2: I don't have
1: the best type kind, best type of shield. (laughs) No. And also in
3: this system, um, given that there's no like, if you if if Titus could get. a high enough defense that a character that he's fighting rolls three sixes and then adds its bonuses and doesn't hit, that doesn't do anything. Like you've just rolled three sixes and missed. Yeah. That's
2: not there's, yeah, there's no order. That's
3: bad. Like at least in other systems where you roll the maximum like a one or a, a twenty or a one hundred or whatever, then you're guaranteed a hit. Yeah.
1: There's, um, there's. This is weird. There's. It's hard to fix this problem because there are so many justifiable sources of defense in uh, that it's uh, that it's yeah, completely off this. It stops stacking them. Yep. I would start by uh, reducing the sh- uh, making the shield booster plus one to be for it to be more in line with similar effects. Yeah. but but like, really? that won't stop people from making a making the shield build a, 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 a impossible to hit think basically. Connor was
3: our most a uh, most offensive character and he couldn't touch um, titus uh, have
4: you smelled five... him <laughs> no
2: yeah, not uh maybe i was rolling
1: what was your bonfire Uh
2: guess okay, so so 3D, 3d6 uh uh, accuracy was five, focus okay. was two, and then I usually aimed. Mm.
4: So plus
2: nine. plus nine. Okay. So could I could still hit you at twenty-five, but only just. That, that could hit yeah. you. Yeah,
4: yeah, only just. I mean, and that's if, you you both,
2: if you get lucky, if you, I'm I'm really at like five percent or something. Really
1: low. Yeah. Uh, if you, if I, the the expected defense for Titus in that situation would be twenty-three, and What is the likelihood of rolling fourteen or higher? Not very high.
0: Yeah. So with uh, with 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 the enemies the way they were, um, let me pull it pull it back up. Some of the enemies like like,
1: not high.
0: Most enemies. uh, Let me just pull it up right here. Like we'll go with the husks real quick. Um, The husks had a plus four to hit. Yeah. Um, with with yeah. both of their attacks. So... The fact is,
1: even low level characters can easily get well above fifteen defense, and that's already tough enough for a lot of enemies to hit.
3: Yeah. And so, like, given that, um, like, I expect Rotan is like a sort of, I guess, melee DPS type type of character, um, who was uh, basically entirely based around dealing penetrating damage to things. Um, a it meant that I had to be in the fight, so I was a lot more vulnerable than Connor's character, uh, and B it meant that because I'm stood next to Titus, who is like impossible to hit, then more stuff's going to hit me anyway, <laughs> just yeah, it, because
1: if it, you even if you, if you also, also warps that warps yeah. the system in that. So, like,
0: yeah. and I think that I think that is part of what uh, encourages you to have a good defense, but not an impossible defense.
1: That's um, a problem with the system already yeah, in itself. That is, yeah,
0: Yeah. no, there's a. I think, and I think, I think that what causes that is the real, the the addition of armor as a as a damage reduction. Um, I think the problem and, is that and the that ability, ability to taunt being restricted, system. and the and the ability to taunt being restricted to a stunt. Um, yeah.
1: Also, the fact that I think it might just be that the shields are overpowered as a mechanic, because it yeah, gives so defense much defense. Like the, if they, maybe if they
3: added
1: 6, the armor it would be better the 3d6 3D system can't handle the bo- defense bonuses that you get no. from shields
3: yeah no absolutely That that's why I really like uh, the way it's done in other systems where there's like a protection mechanic where you can force uh, you know you, could, you don't have to make it so that they attack you you can just make it less likely that they'll hit someone if they target them and not you yeah, yeah.
0: I, uh, yeah, this, I, um, I, it I I doesn't
3: exist in this. Mechan- I like there this are too so, few taunt mechanics in this.
0: So I like this system, uh, mostly because it's simple. Um, this will be it, it. has and, merits. And it, but it, is it, it, is it it certainly works. Is it? it? It is though. It's it's far simpler. It's far simpler math than most of the systems. It is a system.
4: simple system.
0: Um, and it's actually it, it's definitely a good starter system. Um, yep. I, I'm not sure how well it works converting it to things like this. Uh, but it it like in it, its it, I w- I would love to play as a player and get a, get a, get it because I've never played this game as a player except for one game. I'd love to get more more of a sample size from my perspective as a player as opposed to as a GM. Um, I was gonna say you played um,
3: um you played Star Wars.
0: Yeah, one. Yeah, like I said, one. That's the only time I've played Fantasy Age as a player. Um, and that's pretty much how
3: it goes. Like you um. What happened in that game is it's exactly what happened in this game where you've got one character that's capable of dealing like si- what, what was it, was that Grog?
0: What? You you, he you was, Zara was hitting for like oh. seventy six damage. Yeah, seventy six uh, or that something.
1: Was, like. That was because that was with Wallet.
3: Yeah. yeah, 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 but like that's a, that's a that's an expected also, thing. I was apparently cheating.
1: Versus... Like, I was apparently cheating because I was using the Titans Grave rules for the sharpshooter instead of the uh, Fantasy Age rules, which limited what level you can take it at. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Titan, Titans Titans Grave, like we, we were having we had that as yeah, uh, that part as a so part of it. That yeah, was, part of it. was
0: part of it.
3: Um, yeah,
1: level requirement I had I was not aware. So I shouldn't have been able to have a sharpshooter. Oh right.
0: uh, But uh I oh, really?
1: had volley. Yeah. Right. It well, should either way volley doesn't should not um, become available at that level.
3: No, no. Yeah, either no. way like that that's how that system goes like you can you, you know it, You know, I'd, it's like, to see it, I'd all like to
0: see it like in, that. I'd like to see it in an actual fantasy setting. I,
1: like I was still doing system. a plus 11 to hit because I had a plus two accuracy plus two accuracy sniper rifle, so in I was only plus 11 to uh, hit. It
3: probably, it probably works better in a fantasy setting because um the values are kept a lot lower.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, number one, the 3D6 weapon is a melee weapon.
0: Yeah.
3: In the fantasy system, so like <laughs> the um. Uh, ma- the magical spells are made a lot better by it being fantasy because they can do 3d6 sometimes um, and that's at range whereas rogue characters have to rely on their abilities to do more than that yeah, at range
4: yeah. uh, like, changed, like, fundamentally like removing the
0: alters, Titan's grave aspect to it and just playing it with fantasy age
3: um, like just just having ranged weapons be that good alters a whole lot about the system it does
2: it does yeah I, I think I've, I've, I felt like there was always like the the system wasn't really built for range stuff
3: just no that's because archery I a mean, whole fighting style in it
2: but
0: yeah like it's, yeah. it's a, i feel like it's a it's a it's a it's i don't feel like it's a bad system i just feel like it's not the system that we want for something like well, mass effect maybe yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah i think well, okay, like we were discussing with the with the uh, with the biotic powers earlier you could tell some of it was like somebody has not taken the time to think this like how they've written this through they haven't you know the rules aren't it's quite as precise as this, and I think I mentioned it on a previous feedback thing. Compared to something like D and D, which is like 40 years old, five editions now, plus the various like halfway points, playtesters yeah. up the wazoo, all that sort of stuff. It's not that the system is that much better. It's just that it has that much more polish to it, yeah. And like all of every single permutation of every single the the whole like everybody has been building on D and D for years, all that sort of stuff. I feel like. The ranged combat in this is like, it's fine, but it's like, clearly mm, this. Clearly mm. the system wasn't designed for is it stupid. and isn't quite polished enough to handle some of the weirdness that you get this from people
1: are It took us this one campaign to find plenty of issues with this.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: That says, says something
1: that. about the system. So...
3: Yeah. This system, as compared to D and D fifth edition, this system has a problem, which is it tries to account for every every eventuality in the text and writes a whole load of text about it, and then forgets some key things.
0: Yeah. Whereas D and D, in, in, in like... the midst of its own text, it forgets some stuff.
3: The d 5th edition yeah. is just like, yeah. If 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 there's a question, the GM can make a ruling and we'll figure it out. Like that, just it's just go with it. Like just make something up, just go with it. Like yeah. this system, it's a lot more. Oh, what does this say
1: about this? Oh, what's the grappling just, rules? There's just it? so blah, much more experience blah, 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 blah. in the D&D development than for this.
0: Yeah, I, I would definitely agree that that the, the 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 big the big difference is, at Wizards of the Coast, there is a room, and in that room there is a computer. And on that computer, there is a template system that has been developed over the past 40 years. Uh, and, yeah. in that, and in that template system, you can say, I want to make a spell. What level spell do you want? It would be a level two spell. What do you want it to do? Fire damage. Okay, here's a template for that spell. Make yeah, spell. so like that, um, exactly. It's,
2: it's just that level of,
0: whereas of at, polish and precision. Yeah, whereas at Green Ronin Publishing, they made this two years ago three years ago yeah like ago. Other, things <laughs> other things before I, clearly, now then they've, they've so. made other clearly, things but this but the adventure game engine was made specifically for dragon age and then they heavily rewrote it for fantasy age like even even
2: like, in, com- in combination is, this, is with with titan's the,
0: grave- this is this is the se- this is this is second edition
2: of this system yeah, yeah. hang on hang in, hang in on. combination What's with titan's grave the the act the, the ranged combat worked but i just get the feeling that it's like Nobody has shake has like taken the time to shake out, like to we have pushed the limits of what the range combat was supposed to do, and nobody had done that when they're designing that. Nobody yeah. had expected yeah. an entire game built in, almost entirely on range stuff. So we pushed the limits and we pushed to some edges where there wasn't quite. It's like oh, I can kind of get. A bit abusive with this because nobody thought to test yeah, exactly and yeah. this far back, aiming it's, every turn, especially because, defiring, <clears throat> building the character this way, getting this kind of weapon, that sort of stuff. So,
3: especially because if, if Zagrod had been able to, he would have basically had. Uh, I assume uh, if I was building Zagrod's character, I would have made him ranged if I could, yeah, because um. Uh, that gives you an- that gives you advantages that you don't have in melee. Um, yeah, like blaster- the only reason that yeah, he yeah, ended up being a- melee is because shields exist.
0: Well, actually, you could have used a blaster pistol with a shield.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, like
1: But you lose through. some neat advantages, like the soldier's dual strike bonus. Stunts. Exactly.
0: Well, not, I mean, like, not, not not really, because we were using dual strike with with ranged weapons
1: yeah that's um, true. No, I don't think so. Yeah, no,
0: no, Connor like Connor dual stroke several times so long as you oh, get the ammo for. Okay.
1: As it. like, okay, so long yeah. as you
0: the ammo. And for
3: also it. uh also um <clears throat> uh like it's just that it makes more sense. Really, in Mass Effect, like to, to be range, like for this system anyway that we were using, like because in Mass Effect you have big armoured enemies that are like absorb lots of damage and have huge health bars and have biotic shields and armor and then health underneath that. Yeah. Whereas this, it's it's representing that with a defense value and hit points and an armor
1: value. Oh. Hey, Titus was doing oh. exactly that.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Titus
3: was doing exactly that. <laughs> so yeah, like you're getting a lot of um. Like if you had a shield and a pistol, you could deal damage at range, and then when they got to you, you could you know continue to be unhittable and then shoot them in the face.
4: Yep.
0: So, uh I, so yeah, there, there certainly are a number of problems with it, with with fancy with the with the age system. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad system, but I do think it needs. It I just could needs play that this
1: polish. again and not break the game.
0: Yeah. Like
1: I, would feel awkward. The fact that it was so easy to wanted... break it. Was yeah. kind of the point. I, the I I'm not. I could like I could make uh, if I wanted to remake a uh, sort of remake Titus. I would I would limit his defense yeah, awkwardly, know... be- awkwardly just because I because the too high defense encourages uh, Titus to go away. I do know and <laughs> yeah.
0: I and I do know that this is an issue with the fantasy with the with the traditional fantasy setting because my friends are running a fantasy setting uh, of a fantasy age currently, um, and the rogue is the tank. Yeah. yeah, because the
4: rogue oh, has got the high de- because the, the rogue has high
0: dex yeah. and a shield.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah.
4: So that was uh, on the other that end of like
2: on the old system.
3: Like I I ha- I have some criticisms in that it has I think too many rules and they're too mechanical. Like it doesn't do enough to encourage actual role playing of your characters. It's all focused on the mechanical combat, fighty stuff. There's nothing really that I found in the making of a character that was like, oh yeah, so you can get this ability to do this cool thing, you know, that's that's not necessarily related to combat. Uh, And also, while it's doing all the combat stuff, like, it's so, like, as an intro RPG, it may as well be a video game, is what I feel about it. Like, the opposite end of the spectrum for it, for me, is the Firefly game that I play in, where it's the Cortex Plus system. And, holy God, we've had, like, maybe three combats the entire time, and it's been super fun.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's a good way of describing this. Is that it's very video gamey. It's very. It's 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 the complete opposite uh, of what I would do. And that might just because it was based like it started off based on Dragon Age. So like like, it 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 may just be that the the system is very video gamey. And I think that I actually think that's good for introducing maybe not, uh, maybe like introducing people who have played a lot of video games to a system. Um, that might be good just for getting them into it, and then and then after they've finished a thing here, going on to D and D or moving on to something bigger. Well, I think I it mean, I think yeah, works. Probably. I think it works. I think it works as a gateway RPG. I think
3: it as a players gateway who RPG. come players who come from video games are more likely to try and like beat the system and do what Zagrog did and make an impossible to kill character.
1: I mean, my that, experience with yeah,
0: video game players at, heavily... at that point at that point the GM just goes, "All right, this character now has a plus fifteen to hit. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs>
1: like. Yeah. The, the, my experience building Titus came from came from building uh, characters for D and D, where stacking on AC, a, AC is very, is a very good idea, yeah. and and yeah, I also harder also far.
0: harder to do, like or you can do it similarly,
1: but you don't like, achieve as great it's, results. It's
0: harder to stack AC in D and D because so much counters out itself.
3: Fifth edition yeah. fighter plate armor two times um, fighting styles plus one AC. Um, uh, just generally, plus one AC for using two weapons, plus plate mail twenty, um, or even uh, pl- like dueling style for plus plate one AC and, uh, and a shield. You end up with twenty two AC at level three.
0: Yeah, but if you're using the sh- if you're using the shield, you can't use the two the two weapon style bonus.
3: No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking dueling style. Um, so you've got like a twenty two AC or twenty three maybe if you're. That's um, not
1: bad. Although I played, also I, there's I, a. On two different fighting,
3: there's two different fighting styles. One is Mariner, one is uh, Armorer, and they, and they both give you plus one AC, and Fighter gets two different fighting styles. So, <laughs> you can have... You don't need the uh, two-weapon thing. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah,
0: okay. That's, that, that, that's well, not bad. And then you get hit by a... And then, yeah, but then you get hit by a disintegration spell. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: like, or it's like or oh, knight...
0: Lo- lovely, lo- lovely, 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 lovely AC. Take... Uh, Take
3: twenty
1: d ten, or even more simply, here. Oh, oh hey, that, that's, a, that's a GM AC.
3: thing, but that, that's that's rocks full everyone dies. That's the classic.
1: Like yeah, but that's the GM. Even thing. without the that, even ones. without that, someone goes, "What's your touch AC?" I bet it's yeah, not that What's your what's
0: your touch AC? Touch
1: AC doesn't exist in fifth edition.
3: In
0: fifth edition,
3: oh, not.
2: okay, it does not. I don't okay. think it's in fourth either, is it?
0: Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I never played fourth. Uh, so yeah. So I think I think we've I think we've we've made our uh, voices uh, oh, clear yeah. on the
2: on H's no no. What will think stunts? Else. Not a fan
4: of stunts. Yeah, I no, no, like no, I stunts. hate stunts. I
2: actually, I actually like stunts. Stunts can fuck right like, off. I think uh, I, I think... like that they give some variety to the combat, but it's unpredictable, and that makes it really we uh, only use like three
3: of them. We only use like three of the stunts. They most of them were like dull or not as good as the ones we could have had, and. Like,
2: A lot of the time yeah, it I felt like you were they doing they unless you stunted. Exactly.
1: I like some of the things in the stunts, but many of them you just want to do without having to stunt.
2: Yeah,
0: exactly. that's no, fair,
4: fair. They need to be abilities,
0: not stunts. I find that though you stunt often enough that... Like, like... I agree. Yeah, but not when you want to. <laughs> like
3: it happens, but it's not It's not reliable, and it, 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 the amount of times it turned up to be like completely useless. Or, and because yeah. the system relies on having more enemies with lower health, by actual law of averages, they are going <laughs> to stunt more because there's more of them attacking you, so yes. players are going to get stunted on more often. And yeah. we got stunted on all the goddamn time, it's and stun- it was just like, oh, okay, I can't do anything about this. I have no mechanical, I have like no way of preventing it. It's just yeah. random chance.
4: It's also a
3: lot of
4: Never... The, the, the
2: the different things that you're doing with stunting, the vast majority of the time we're just going, what gives me the most damage? They're not yeah. there's like there's all this poten- You look at it and like there's a lot of potential for doing interesting things, like knocking people down, um, or uh, doing like the stay aware thing and stuff like but that. most of that the time, it's literally just.
4: System.
2: No, that's fun, but that's what I'm saying, right? Most of the time, yeah. you're just like, okay, um, it's heavily armored, so pierce armor or it's not, so I just put in the most D6 I can fit, you know, by Mighty Blow or whatever the other one is. Um, Yeah. Which is... So, like, half the time, and because of armor, armor. a lot of the time, because of armor and because of the way our damage works, like, a good chunk of our damage, if we don't stunt, is being absorbed by the armor, which means you really only do any significant amount of damage if you stunt and you get those extra 2 or 3d6 on top of that. or PS Which is armor, actually part yeah. of the reason
3: that I built my character the way I did, to have Annihilation Field and things that penetrated yeah. armor, because I was like, I don't want to rely on this stupid system to, to have so to stun. It, I want to be self-sufficient.
2: It's basically like, it's, that, it's like you get to... That ended like up critique. being a problem. It's like critting in like a d20 system, except you crit, except you're critting in this case, stunting more often and doing a ton of damage with it, and that's fine. A except, lot more often. effectively, without it, we're doing the, 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 we're doing far far less. Like yeah. if you don't, it felt it felt like it, it felt like roughly balanced, but I didn't like it because it's it's expecting you to stunt more often and doing a ton of damage and balancing based on that, but it means <clears> that every time you don't stunt, you feel like yeah. impotent, basically you're doing very little especially with armor taken into account so
4: the system was
2: built around stunts i don't like not that i didn't like the stunts themselves that was actually kind of cool it gives you some variety in how you want to do it but a lot of that thing is also false choices so there's
4: um, not as much variety
2: as it looks maybe uh since, you can correct me if i'm wrong but exploration stunts only came up once, and role-playing stunts did not come up at all.
0: I don't think you guys yep. used any role-playing stunts, correct?
2: We didn't...
3: We basically never... like We had maybe three or four roles where Sam was doing to negotiate with people. I
2: can't remember any others. Yeah, and you didn't start yeah. so. There's them. There was a few times where it might... I, th- I thought it might have <laughs> been a time where we could apply it, so, but it also seemed there reasonable a, to say no. It was more just like a plain test, so...
3: There's roughly a 40% chance of any role on 3d6 of getting a double, uh, if I've just mathed that right. A 40% chance of getting some sort of double on 3d6.
2: It is, but they're um they grouped hot they grouped more at the top and bottom of the rolls. So yeah, uh, if you are already going to be succeeding a lot, you'll effectively be stunting less, yeah. relatively to like in terms of of all the roles that I succeed on, how many of those I stunt on, the more chance you have of succeeding, the actual less chance you have of stunting on those roles. Obviously, you have more chance of stunting on like, absolutely, but not relatively. Overall, yeah. And, yeah. and the thing like, is that... Like, um, for example, well, what I mean by that is, like if, you, if you're only ever going to hit it on an 18, that's obviously a stunt. So, you yeah. No. Actually, I, I, everything I,
3: yeah, up in the, up in the 16 also, range no, is a stunt. And also, there's no sort of, like... Uh, there's 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 no critical success then like and there's no critical yeah, no, failure that no. just doesn't exist which uh, is kind of like a big part of it that I kind of missed.
2: It's yeah it, like I said it effectively you are stunting more often, but you know, you're effectively like critting I say in air quotes more often but it means that the means that those crits effectively do sort of less, or it's be- or the non-crit roles are balanced, so that the fact that the crit rolls do tons means the non-crit roles don't. So
3: okay, so, it, I, I'm not a fan of the system. The it, system, would, system it would not a- be a one that I picked so, to introduce people or to like get them into it.
0: Next week. Uh, well, are we going to start next week with uh, Session week? Zero. Session Zero? Alright, so next mm-hmm. week uh, we will no longer, space. This, this is the last episode of Space Cowboys, next week we'll be starting with Session Zero of uh, Once Upon a Time in the Outer Rim which is going to be a Star Wars RPG uh, using the Edge of the Empire system and it's going to be GM'd by Navarin. So, yes, uh, it is. expect different. Uh, expect different stuff. We're gonna start with session zero next week. Um, so, session zero will be
3: um, like character finalization and sort of backstory stuff, so I can get an idea of where your characters have been, who they are, and what they want. Okay. And we might, if there's time, go into the beginning of the first session um, because there's quite a nice like first bit that we can put you into and see what happens.
0: Okay. Uh, is there anything you would like to say to the audience before we uh, break? Then.
2: Uh, all right all right so uh this has been, <laughs>
0: this, has Wars been Wars. this has been the play test for uh space cowboys the the mass effect rpg uh uh fantasy age uh conversion module i will be tight i will be cleaning up all the documentation that i have and posting it on the website eventually uh so you guys that have been listening if you'd like to start your own play tests and, and uh, modify it even more please go ahead feel free use it. Let me know how it goes for you guys. Let us know if you have better or worse same experiences going through it. Um, if you've found if you, any solutions you've found for some of the problems we may have had, let us know. Uh, and thank you very much for sitting through 19 episodes of this. Uh, thank you will, for listening. Yep, thank you very much for listening. And we will see you all next week uh, in the Outer Rim. Say goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye. Bye, everybody.
3: Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye. I'm going to kill your character if you keep doing that.